0: Son of a bitch. Why isn't it? Oh, yeah. Are we recording? Okay, so I can't. hold on a that. second. Are we
1: recording? Hold on. Hold on. Hello, we sure everybody. Hear and welcome. Are
2: we <laughs> what? Are we <laughs> recording? Jason, oh, you have not hit record on Zoom. is what Kalen is asking you. you. Look, there's a lot
1: going on right now. Uh, there's a lot. Recording going in on. progress. Welcome everybody. We have a special guest. Say hello to all of the viewer, Craig.
3: Hello, all viewer. We I'm Craig.
1: Uh, are going to be closing the Grimoire of Familiar Killers this week. Um, <clears throat> which I am excited about because I'm very scared and I'm very spooked. I'm going to be your, I'm not really. These movies are not scary in my opinion, um, which we've talked about at length for the last several weeks. I want to thank everybody who's come by the show. I would like to, at the very end of the show, maybe we'll say what our favorite movie was. Obviously Craig was only here for the one. He'll say that it's Halloween too, probably because I think he's just a fan of Halloween too in general um we can get to that later we can get to that later um i'm also streaming live to tiktok so tiktok hello this is uh we're doing some trial runs we're testing out some stuff but uh i've been ranting and raving for too long i'm your host jason i'd like to also introduce steven and i'd like to introduce kaylin my glorious co-hosts who are with me each and every week um thank you and welcome to the show craig once again welcome to the show so the Grimoire of Familiar Killers is closing, and we have one trip down to Halloween Town on a special Halloween episode. Um, that's a lot of pre-roll for I'm just trying to get to ask everybody their history with this movie. Um, I'd like to make it a ritual to start with the 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 guest. So Craig, why don't you give us a little bit of history? Um that you have with this movie
3: uh well okay the first halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time so you might expect that halloween 2 is my favorite horror sequel of all time but it's probably not i mean i've seen the first halloween dozens of times this one this was probably my third time watching it for uh for your podcast so that's good enough or do you want more that's, I don't have much more to give. That's out.
1: good. So when's the first time you it? Yeah, I haven't that?
3: seen it in about 10, 15
1: years probably
3: uh, since okay. the last time, other than, you know, a couple days ago when I refreshed myself.
1: Nice. Um, can you uh, turn your mic up a little bit too? I'm. I'm you're a little probably. quiet. In, you're quiet in my ones and my twos. That's what they call it. In the How's that? Better? That's, that's much better. Is that, that better? Okay, um, cool. And if I'll go to Kalen next. And Steve, if you could check the stream and just uh, see if we sound okay in the stream. Kaelin, why don't you tell us your uh, your history with Halloween 2?
0: My introduction to Halloween 2 was, I believe, two years ago during the height of COVID, which I have mentioned with every one of these uh, movies we've done. Um, <clears throat> I was never much of a horror movie fan like in my younger days. And so during COVID and having watched through everything there was to watch on Netflix, I was eventually like, you know what? Let me check out these horror movies. And I came to the realization that they're actually comedies. And uh, <laughs> so that was my first experience about two years ago. And Logan was a Western. and,
2: <laughs> and
1: Star Wars is a space opera. Uh, <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, Steve will go to you. I feel like you have a bit of a history with this movie, much like Craig. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean... Just like Craig, I don't think that it's really that masterful as a sequel. Um, unlike something like the second Chucky movie, which I think elevated everything to a degree, went to like that maximalist level of almost bordering in Tim Burton territory. This movie, it it's not terrible, but it's just sort of more of the same without doing anything mind-blowingly new, you know? It's just kind of bringing the character back to life. So the first time I saw it was in high school and actually, I think it might have been after high school. I think I had watched the second um, Rob Zombie movie before I had seen this one. I had seen the original Halloween, and I just didn't watch any of the other ones. And uh, then we went to go see the remakes, and I saw the second Rob, Rob Zombie, and I was like, this movie is really mean. <laughs> like They really like to <laughs> torture the people to death. So I decided to, to watch the classic Halloween movies. And... Um, I don't really have a, a, an impactful memory of watching it for the first time but uh yeah so i had seen it i think like you like you said craig i've seen it maybe once or twice before but it's not one that i revisit very often and that's my history cool with halloween too
1: thank you um
2: hypercube
1: for, for me i um craig i'm sorry to say this i don't like the first halloween movie i think i would have liked it I had watched it age appropriately. If I liked horror movies as a kid and it, you know, stuck with me as like I, an iconic movie. But I only got into horror um about whenever The Walking Dead started and then I 10 told... years ago. Exactly. And I've told this story on the podcast many times when it comes to horror movies. Before The Walking Dead, I couldn't handle, like, anything. I just was in a mind prison where I had, like, a physical aversion to watching anything with that could potentially have gore. I didn't even like movies that much because of the potential for something gross to happen. Now, fast forward to um, now, through The Walking Dead, through a lot of legacy television like Game of Thrones, that they've stopped really caring about how <clears throat> gory uh legacy television can be prestige television can be uh so just slowly chipped away my defenses for that sort of thing and fast forward to now we've done a lot of really like brutal movies on this on this podcast and when we decided to do the grimoire familiar killers last year i was dreading it i was like how am i going to sit through a friday the 13th movie the very idea still kind of horrifies me in the back of my head and much like what Kalen said at the top of the show, I kind of view these movies as prototypes for later horror. And there's, there's going to be a middle point. I think it's in the nineties and it's like the Hellraiser movies, which still have a lot of fucked. Like I watched Hellraiser one. And when you put up Hellraiser one against Friday, the 13th one, Hellraiser is actually like makes you feel gross and Friday Real 13, gooey. It's
2: a gooey movie. It's gooey
1: and it's, gross it's gooey, yeah. Oh you god, like, <laughs> feel it. Like you can feel how sticky it is. Um, come to daddy. Come to daddy. Uh, you, <laughs> you get to these this era of film, and it just it doesn't really move the needle for me because I've seen now I've seen so much, and the first Halloween movie had some good moments, but overall I was just like this this is still on and going um i think it's longer than halloween 2 also i think it's closer to two hours mm-hmm. and th- what they did with halloween 2 i actually like this one better um i'm doing exactly what i said not to do and let's give you your opinion <laughs> so my point is is that's my history with the halloween franchise my history with this movie is i just watched it i just watched it today <laughs> there
2: First I'm, sure. i mean
3: speaking of the, the i must yell yeah, tracks at you <laughs> <laughs> it like it's I like that it's an hour and a half long, so it's a nice quick watch. But it literally just picks up where the last one ends, so we there's no act one. You don't have to waste time in an act one to this movie because yeah. it's just continuing at the end of the last one. So they're able to go into like a depth with this movie in an hour and a half that would normally take maybe two hours if they because you have to set up characters and whatever. If if it's a a true sequel, like it's they they kind of did it different night. Really appreciate that because they could, I don't know, show more more deaths and make it feel like a longer movie without making you sit through a longer movie.
1: When you compare yeah. it to something like Friday the 13th Part 2, Friday the 13th Part 2, I don't know when the last time you watched this piece of shit is, but <laughs> it has it has a, like three minutes of just black credits, like just the names. Yeah. Then it has ten minutes, or maybe before or after, ten minutes of a recap of the first movie of like flashbacks of just like 10 minutes yeah. and then it's just the same movie over again at least this, yeah one... like it
3: starts that one starts with like like the sitting
2: around the campfire right and like telling the story about the first that movie happens later so they do a Hollywood. 10 minute flashback which is just showing the last 10 minutes of the first movie and then they do a around the, the campfire story where they do that again <laughs> we're like we already got this we don't need we don't need it twice if
1: you subtract all of that Friday the Thirteenth Part Two is about an hour and five minutes.
2: Yeah, it's like the length of a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate.
3: I know you guys. Just, sorry, go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say, I know you guys did Nightmare on Elm Street Two, which is, uh, if I'm speaking to my favorite Halloween or scary movie sequels, that's right up there. Like that movie's fucking incredible.
0: They, yeah, I like uh, that one. All kinds the
3: doors wide open.
1: We're um, we're probably gonna end up. It's gonna be neck and neck with Chucky too, and. And Nightmare. And all that, that. Your comments yeah. on that
2: make me want to see that again. I haven't seen that in years. It's really good looking and they do a lot of interesting cinematography and obviously Chucky is such a character that he's kind of enjoyed to watch every time he's on screen because he's having such a good time being evil. Um, and I forget
3: the actor's name like who does the voice but he's uh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, Brad, he's still Brad doing dwarf.
2: it. Like from, yeah that's right. Yeah. Still doing it as far as I know. Yeah he's he just finished uh the second season of the television show that they've been doing which is also quite fun um i was gonna say that i I appreciated that it started right at the end of the other movie as well and they sort of did like an overlap where they they did also play the last couple of minutes of the first movie but they shot new footage for it and they, they basically like sort of rec recut that last little part so that it could work seamless, seamlessly. Yeah, it doesn't feel it. like a flashback. It feels no.
1: like it feels like Halloween one is the season finale and Halloween two, the beginnings like the season premiere. Because they did that thing that I love, where you you at the end of Halloween one, you just see a mark on the ground where he landed in the credits, and in this one, they show the mark on the ground. And then, the, yeah. and then Doctor Loomis runs out to it and like touches it. <laughs> He's like,
3: yeah. it, "What the? Yeah, yeah, touches it. There's blood in it. Like, and yeah, it ch- feels ch- just ch- like ch- crop circles. Like someone yeah. like made that imprint. Like that's not what yeah. would happen if someone fell. He just got really. someone to lie
2: there for a while, and then yeah. people helped him up. Yeah, I thought you were going to say it a snow angel. Like, careful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say they did something that I love, which is let Donald Pleasance scream a bunch on screen for a while about evil. <laughs> like it's evil here. I what? shot him six times. Did he uh, say seven? He not, just runs around
0: written, him and him he shot <laughs> What would you say, Keon? Uh Sorry. I, did he say he shot him six times or seven? For some reason, I thought I heard him say seven.
2: He says six, it's, and he says it so many times.
0: It's <laughs> it's like, six, I shot yeah. him six times. He's got, got a revolver,
2: I believe. The, well, six well six that's the thing,
0: that because if you watch it and listen, there's seven shots. <laughs> of course. <And> that gun <laughs> doesn't hold seven shots.
1: No,
3: So it's a whole, like, Clint Eastwood,
2: do you feel lucky punk? Sort of yeah. but like the no, other the shot was coming from next door during sense. some other un in like a completely different <laughs> than Chucky, Chucky was it. next door. Yeah. Right? Little yeah. did they
1: know this movie takes place on Elm Street and that, that somebody yeah. was shooting off. Somebody some was shooting at
0: Freddie. Oh man, imagine a movie with all of them in it. Freddie, Chucky, Leprechaun Mikey. <laughs> yeah. You guys, speaking of of horror movies
3: being comedies, if you have not watched the entirety of the Leprechaun series, do that. Well, from what I understand, it starts
1: like hard horror and then ends up in the hood or in space. The first one's
2: serious, but, like, they stop being serious immediately. Yeah, he goes to space as well, just like all the 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 Which is probably my
3: favorite horror space movie, like, better than Jason in space.
2: Yeah, he turns into a giant leprechaun at one point. He's like, (laughs) and he turns (laughs) into a big
3: CGI
1: spider leprechaun.
3: (laughs) (laughs) In space. That's uh, on Leprechaun. Me,
1: they also um they also rebooted uh Leprechaun about ten years ago with WWE Superstar hornswoggle which I believe is the la- the the last um little person. Well there was I could give you a lesson on wrestlers and I won't, but there's been like two little people as wrestlers in the last twenty years. El Chorito, who is a little bull man he's a little bull you know like a luchador bass it was a bull and hornswoggle who was a leprechaun dink oh yeah well dink is from the 90s though dink is a character from the 90s yeah. and in the 90s there were a lot of little people still still wrestling like max you
3: Vinny. said 20 years ago and i just assumed that the 90s was included in that but it is not and i'm old oh, <laughs> oh, dink, is and from, like, dink is so from specifically
1: 1995 <laughs> when doink dink pink and wink fought jerry lawler and scary Barry and terry or something out of series.
2: wink dink pink and stink and, is wink? You
1: yeah,
2: and they're also really- the yeah. ghosts from pac-man yeah they also <laughs> s- it also sounds like a weird porno title <laughs>
1: google it it's kind of like a <laughs> weird porno
2: if yeah. you're in it's it, they yeah there's cross footage between those i think those it's two the ones. wink at the end that really <laughs> <laughs> makes me be like Ugh.
1: dink uh, dink,
2: and dink and wink
1: right so <laughs> normally we go through the plot but you know you guys just go and i'll keep us i'll keep us on the track
2: that's what the seventh gunshot is it's you shooting it into the air so that we can sprint to the finish line of this episode
1: exactly (laughs) and for Kalen and steven i'm jason
2: (laughs) (laughs) um i don't have a ton of notes on the actual movie just more like interesting stuff i was reading about in the production but um i yeah i mean the first thing that I appreciate is that like, I know for a fact that Donald pleasant pleasant on the first movie was like two bottles of wine deep almost the entire time he was filming. <laughs> and I'm sure that that was also the case for this movie. There's some points throughout there. Like he's definitely drunk right now. Right. <laughs> it's when not he, just me. He had, had to be like,
3: he didn't want to do, I feel like in his mind, like this
0: Resorting to
3: slasher flicks was his fall from grace.
2: Even though it's the yeah. it's what
3: put him on the map. Like I wouldn't have known who he I was. I think
2: he had like a lot of contempt early in the series, um, where he's like, I'm above this. And then by yeah, exactly later in his life, after he'd made like five of them, I think he died during the filming of the fifth one or something. <laughs> Uh, he was 56. like, "I think this is going to be the greatest movie ever filmed." <laughs> like he was like talking like that in, what that in interviews and stuff. The is...
3: whole uh, Orson Welles uh, thing he's got going on there. <laughs> ah, uh, French champagne. French French or Robert
1: Robert Shaw from In Jaws. We we went. To, me and Steve went to see the uh, the 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 Shark Is Broken play, and hmm. Robert Shaw's character in it, played by his son Ian Shaw, the best part of the whole thing. Throughout the movie he's like, I wanna go and I wanna I wanna write my poems and I wanna be in real plays. And I get the impression that, you know, well, you get the impression from watching it that, you know, he's above Jaws, he's just there for a paycheck. And what you're describing from Robert uh Donald Pleasance is his name, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's you're describing the same thing, but you gotta, you know, some of these some of these wa- washed up sixties and seventies and fifties actors who end up ended up in slasher movies in the eighties, like they get a little cult following from it. They, the 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 yeah. you know yeah, shutters no, channel right? comes out in the nineties and and sci-fi and all these people just have resurgence resurgence careers yeah.
2: they get a table yeah, at I an mean, invention it's like yeah exactly my, exactly my old work is coming back to pay the electric bill again look at terror know, like and anymore.
1: sharknado oh
2: yeah tarot and sharknado oh. yeah. that really, my two favorite uh, things
3: tasha yar from star trek she yeah. quit that <laughs> show after like seven episodes but she's still going to a convention
1: she's like yeah fuck, fuck that gene roddenberry bullshit that's not going anywhere
2: yeah, the irony of that is that yeah. like she she was like I wanted to do more character focused stuff and then like season 2 is when they start doing like individual tales of like Geordi and Worf and everything. She would have gotten her character was was awesome. Her character was fantastic. She kept talking
3: about rape gangs her, her, yeah, planet her, her rape apocalypse gangs planet.
2: She basically lived <laughs> On a Mad Max planet, <laughs> that's yeah. Her, her character would have gone places for sure. Yeah, her character was um, Furiosa, basically from the <laughs> new Mad Max movie. But instead, she uh, got eaten by a tar puddle. A big <laughs> goop. A big goop with a funny voice. I'm trying, guys, come on. All right, um, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween, Halloween too. the next. So yeah, we hope we get we get the the nice Donald Pleasants dipping his hand in blood and being like, ah, call the police <laughs> to like the neighbors or whatever. <laughs> and the cop shows up and he's like, I shot him six times this guy I shot him, I swear. And then you know he drives Until off. He
3: like runs through the neighborhood screaming.
2: Yeah, and then you know you get that that nice font. This is like the di- the difference between something like Jason Two and Halloween Two is that the credits are doing something interesting right like you're getting all the names you're reading through it but there's also this pumpkin that's slowly splitting open and coming towards the screen as a skull is uh being revealed beneath and that is it's so gross it's so gross opinion. to me for some reason i don't know what it is it the is. way that it's opening and it has this some like sort of it's almost like a sheet like, that's just being okay. peeled off it or something but it it reminds me of like a body opening up or something. It's it's quite gross. I don't know move, why. And I can't move really put over my a little
1: finger bit. Up. I want to, you yeah. got it behind you, right?
2: No, I, that's uh, No, I know, that's, that's, that's not the, that's the one. Not right.
1: oh, okay. But, still, but it kind of gives you the idea. I know what you mean. Like that, even that looks, uh, it's off-putting to me because it's not just somebody carved in a jack-o'-lantern. It's like a skull. It's a skull.
2: Inside the pumpkin.
1: Inside the pumpkin. That skull is coming from inside the pumpkin
2: oh my god I'm not sure what it's supposed to represent I think maybe it's supposed to be like Samhain you
0: know, evil, evil lives inside of everyone or something who knows
1: I bet, I can we bet...
0: start a petition to call this movie November 1st <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean it, it kind of it's takes still technically
0: place...
2: Halloween night yeah. we don't know what time it is yeah. that's another it, is that ends, that I... no time it ends on like November it just picks up. Yeah.
1: that's another thing that's that true. I really appreciate about this movie that it, it's the same day like they don't not a lot of movie like tv does that all the time but movies i can't think of anything where a sequel is like moments later like that
2: yeah, yeah you, they don't
1: you can literally
3: now. watch these two movies as one movie back then. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: you're going to notice that uh, um, Jamie years. Lee Curtis ages several years like 3 years <laughs> yeah. yeah which is <laughs> 3
2: which years is between is a, yeah she's also wearing a like pretty t- bad wig in this movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, yeah I watched a movie last night that she error. was in
3: in between these two movies. Ah, fuck. I'm going to think about it and I'm going to let you guys know what movie was. It wasn't tra- it Dream was tra- probably...
0: Places, was it?
3: No, it was a horror movie. It was another horror oh, movie. Oh, okay. is no, it, was it The, the Prom hitchhiker Night or whatever? Or...
2: Oh No, okay.
3: no, that's one of my favorite horror movies from from this time period as well. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, no, it was something else
2: that's far lower key than <laughs> anything you guys have brought up. Um, mm-hmm. I'll look it up and let you, let you know it i think the one saving grace for the wig in this is that like it was you know the 80s when everybody was just murdering their hair with hairspray anyway so yeah really... yeah, <laughs> just like, eh, it's just yeah i mean if you had seen airspray. her hair in this movie i watched the other night like the wig was a good choice the, yeah
3: uh,
1: the wig also looked like it looked like it was supposed to be made to be disheveled because she is she does spend most of the time in a hospital bed in this movie that's something i wanted to bring up um i love the hospital trope if you it, the hospital trope is used very sparingly, um, but I the one that I the part that I think of the most is the the old Silent Hill games would always have a, a hospital section, but also the uh, the Walking Dead famously has that opening scene where uh, where uh, what's his face? He oh, gets, it wakes up. Uh... He wakes up in the hospital. He finds like <laughs> he's getting zombie <sighs> immediately, and I the hospital setting compared to like. The forest, the campground, or the...
2: uh, Yeah, well, hospitals are also inherently an uncomfortable place, right? They're associated with sickness and death, so it's, it's already unnerving to be in a hospital, no matter what the movie is. If you're in a hospital in a movie, it's either... The story is about a doctor, or somebody got hurt, or something bad is gonna happen.
1: But also, his Someone's murder dying. weapon throughout the movie is this fucking disgusting-looking scalpel with a hook on it, like a hooked scalpel.
2: It almost looks like a dental tool. Yeah.
1: It 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 was like or one of the tools that is on the uh, the table next to the Joker when he becomes the Joker and Tim Burton yeah. Batman, 89. Yeah. Get me the mirror. Yeah
3: mirror I, it was the fog the fog that I saw Jamie Lee Curtis in which oh, was also right, John Carpenter right. so John Carpenter he yeah likes Jamie Lee Curtis she but was only hired because her mom saved us by the way yeah uh, That's from Psycho i right? so like yeah
1: yeah she's the, the the woman who gets murdered in the shower in Psycho right who is recast as Anne Heche and you famously see her butthole in that film in the psycho remake. I don't know if that's true. It is in because when I was watching uh Hollywood Babylon and the actual Jason? they, they <laughs> used to sing a song that went and hey she's butthole and hey butthole and hey butthole Well, you know if
2: if Disney accumulates that title at some point they're going to like airbrush over the the butthole or they'll like, <laughs> extend her hair all the way down to, <laughs> to cover it. Yeah. <laughs> She has like a pixie cut. draw some. Down.
3: paint it's some hair longer. Down Yeah, she's a,
1: she a Chelsea that's like, anyway. Um, yeah. Just to, just to, I just wanted to before we move on. I wanted to compare and contrast a little bit more the 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 credits to Friday the Thirteenth once again, and I, yeah. the whole time I was like, this. You're right, Steve. This fucking pumpkin is so much better than just black and white lettering and then the logo for the movie exploding. <laughs> so. It's also how they did the first movie, dope, except the,
3: the pumpkin didn't have a skull in it in the first movie, so they've evolved the credits from the first movie into a pumpkin with a skull,
2: which is cool. That is it a is movie. a cool Are thing. you guys going to do Halloween
3: 3 next year, which has nothing to do with Michael
1: Myers? We're going to probably do... Uh, Maybe well maybe the i was thinking about doing halloween in the spring and open the grimoire in the spring and do the third and then next halloween do the fourth movies that's that's my plan
2: just so we don't have to wait nine years to get to, <laughs> to get through like do jason two goes halloween to weeks
1: every year and then we, <laughs> to, we can get her we can get to jason x and solid three years
3: i mean i'm not going to tell you guys how to do your jobs but if you want to have me back for all the halloween movies i'm here for it
1: okay nice. we'll retcon you and we'll can you just do a bunch of b-roll and i'll retcon
3: just you the, and uh, quotes and we'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> just do some ADRs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i man. thought that this movie.
3: i'll just was watch good. it and
2: i'll 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 be recording like planet on earth you don't have to be crazy to live to, here to but it sure me. helps
1: <laughs> <laughs> i say that to my wife all the time and she therapy
2: is just a narcissist machine
1: the worst look. Yeah. Okay.
3: What I noticed, so Laurie was going to the hospital. She kept asking, don't let them put me to sleep, like, as if as if Ready? she was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Like yeah. I didn't understand what that was about. Nightmare on Elm Street wasn't even out yet, so they couldn't be referencing it.
2: I think I she was that, just she- not convinced that he was gone, right? She was too scared of yeah, him coming for her when she was sleeping. But I thought right. the same thing, where I was, like, just hearing the, like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, oh, no. And also they they did the thing that and so in the Freddy movies, anytime you see a red light projected in the background or through a doorway or something, it's meant to visually confirm that Freddy is is watching or you're in the dream world, Um, especially in the second one, because there is no dream world in that one. Right. It's all just sort of happening through possession. So it's like any time the red light is there, but they do it in this all the time. You see this red light. I'm like, oh, Freddy's here.
3: He's watching. Speaking of, speaking of lighting, like, okay, I know the hospital. It's the night shift, but did you guys notice throughout the movie, the the lights kept getting dimmer and dimmer. Like someone just kept turning yeah. it
2: off. I think that was a stylistic them? choice more than anything else. Because... That's probably Bud because he was trying to get it on. T- <laughs> perhaps he's like if every if everything is mood lighting everybody will be in the mood all the time
1: <laughs> honestly bud went i went from fuck this guy he he should meet his end just like that character in friday the 13th who's like got rapey vibes to oh he actually has a girlfriend and he just talks shit so the talking shit part i don't care for but i when he i thought he sexually assaulted that nurse but then it just turned out that he was being fun i think they wanted us to go from we need a dickhead character, but we want, and we're going to turn it on its head. He's going to have a little bit of sympathy. Then we're going to strangle him in the background and boil his girlfriend. <laughs> I yeah. We watched Freddy oh, last yeah. week, and I wanted the kids to get boiled in that pool so badly. And this is. <laughs> sweet, Help yourself, sweet fucker. Sweet yeah. Retribution <laughs> when somebody got that pool scene boiled.
2: So I, I got nervous during the boiling scene in this movie because I really. Don't like ooey gooey boiled faced people in movies, yeah, I mean, like he kept and around, the skin yeah. Was and getting, I was like, it's gonna get more grosser more and grosser, but it, it just got to a point where I was like, okay, it's not too it bad, wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, was, no, it was like, no power to you know, be like a melty sure. skeleton, yeah, like the, so the uncle rape or whatever his name was. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't was a name? man
1: regenerating from a pile of blood over the course of, yeah, a single drop of four hours, but it's literally an hour. I love Hellraiser.
2: Ugh. Um, when he turns into that weird dog thing, like, I mean, it's I know it's supposed to be like his nervous system coming back together, but like when I first saw that, I had been on a night shift, like recently been put on a night shift. So I was like uh, extremely sleep deprived and I was watching this and it was affecting me so physically that I started having a panic attack while watching this movie because the visual was so <laughs> like disturbing to me in that moment. And I was like, I gotta go to bed. I can't watch this right now. It's fucking. I, rem- I
1: remember one night I was getting when I was getting a little bit more like I'm gonna watch some horror movies. It was around the time when I first watched Saw. I watched uh, Devil. I watched uh, Cabin in the Woods. And I was like, I'm finally gonna do it. I'm gonna check out Hellraiser. And I, even though that opening scene is just like a guy running around with the with the cube, I was like, I can't. My mind prison is is flaring up. Uh, yeah. On that note, too, another movie that really helped me with. Uh, realizing that horror movies aren't just a straight-up gore fest from from bell to bell is uh american horror story american horror stories are really good like it'll ease you into horror because they can't really go that far because it's only on like showtime or fx or whatever um i find that to be a really good starting point especially the the first season which is the murder house there's nothing really brutal in it and and it's uh it's what's his face who's the who's the creator of glee and ryan
2: ryan Ryan murphy
1: he's more like he likes to do weird sex stuff so it's
2: the truest horror of them all
1: (laughs) it's like it's it's, (laughs) uh it's um evan peters in a gimp suit a lot of the time that's the horror (laughs) you know like
2: maybe i should watch the show
1: it's great (laughs) if you've never it's, seen american Horror most of the seasons Cedar, are great you, you would you would love the first season for it
2: i've life. never watched it yeah
1: <clears throat> their use of horror season... trope after horror trope is really well done
2: and of it's course it's an, so an it's anthology
3: good. like each season is different like the i like the second season was the mental hospital which is one of my favorite and it's set in like for,
1: the 50s you know. yeah yeah and the third yeah. season and is the, the carnival which, one yeah the carnival i didn't like four. the coven or, or season four, the coven. I liked the first coven, but what they started doing is they started making like sequel. Okay. Um. Thank you, Kaylin. They started making sequel series to their own to their own anthology. So it anyway. Uh, back to Halloween, November first. <laughs> I liked.
3: Uh, I'm just going gonna go down my notes. Um, I liked when the sheriff or the cop or whatever they're like oh there's a bunch of bodies and one of them might be annie and like they runs over to check i liked that they got the original actress who played annie just to play the corpse just to lay there yeah. for like the, the two seconds it was on the screen like i'm glad she did that she was also in the fog by the way
1: i wonder how much money yeah. they paid her for that yeah i wonder Ten i think that john
3: lines, so maybe
2: like 50 bucks yeah one
1: dollar <laughs> just the credits you got you just got to
2: eat some mac and cheese on that evening you got a hot dog um, a handshake
1: like an <laughs> 80s jobber wrestler
2: i know that the producer on these movies is kind of a notorious prick but john carpenter has always been sort of loyal to his crew and to his like circle of actors and partners and stuff so i i, I wouldn't see uh, anything strange about the fact that he probably just asked her especially since he was directing the fog do you want to go back and Just be be a dead body, (laughs) please. They
3: must have filmed like this right after The Fog. And it was probably just like, hey, like, you want to just go lie in that stretcher and we'll we'll film it.
2: Yeah. I think that John Carpenter, like, he didn't have any interest in making this movie because he thought that the first movie ended perfectly and it was done. But they asked him to direct it and he said no. And he was like, I got to do The Fog. I'm working on The Fog still. I'm still editing The Fog. Um, But he did come back to write it and uh this movie was written like he wrote a first draft which is completely different doesn't take place right after the movie it takes place like a couple years later and she lives in the city it's almost like what jason in in manhattan or jason takes manhattan ended up being but um the producer didn't like it and he's like i don't want it to be that i want it to be the same as the first movie (laughs) same budget same exact everything and so So john carpenter got really really drunk. Yeah, and uh, he just uh, got super drunk and rewrote the script, and that's how he came up with the the dumb sibling plot. John Carpenter <laughs> was, it a was just like blackout drunk. No, it was. He said that he drank like a lot, like a lot, a lot. Not a six pack of anything. Six pack of wine. Yeah, <laughs>
1: six pack of bottles of wine. No,
2: he did make it clear that it was too many beers. So that's uh, an interesting thought process is that he just had. Like, yeah, a I mean that the whole sibling
3: beer. thing really drives the rest of the this series.
1: Do you know what's crazy? Interesting. Like I
3: didn't uh, was crazy.
1: I was just gonna say somehow that's never been spoiled for me. That was no, really. that was like what when I watched this Especially movie.
3: <laughs> you look at like uh Resurrection and H two O, like the soft reboots at the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands, mm-hmm. like they really leaned into it. Like, but now it there's only four. There's these years,
1: two in Halloween it kills and Halloween ends, right? That's the that's I don't even the get series me started. Now.
3: That's I don't even
1: no spoilers so because those stupid. movies are pretty fresh, and I will probably watch them one day. But that's um, how I
3: understand. I it. watched the first, the first of them. I haven't watched the 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 next two. I just think it's dumb that they're like Iconic that they're it. just picking and choosing what to erase from the series. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah, the, like if you're gonna reboot it, reboot it all the way. I don't like why.
2: I don't. They did that stupid. and it sucked. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's true. Um, you gotta yeah. see Dana Carvey. We did not did you because we, we talked about it before you joined it, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: um i saw his name in the credits at the end and it said dana carvey assistant and at first i was like, there's a reporter oh, cool he was, was like a when, script assistant or whatever
0: yeah it's around the beginning when the reporter's like get permission from the parents to get a statement from the kids and if you can't get a hold of the parents just get a statement from the kids anyway you can't really see him it's mostly like back slash slight like three-quarter profile or whatever
2: was he doing an impersonation yeah. of uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck! I Ross fucked the joke Perot. up. No, I was gonna say the guy who George runs Bush? SNL. Uh,
1: Lauren,
3: <laughs> Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was, he, was he? dressed uh, as a speaking giant of the turtle? the whole? He was a, yeah. hmm. a turtle. A
1: turtle.
3: Uh, speaking of the twister sister twist, the twisted <laughs> twisted sister, sister twist. <laughs> uh, I realized this came out before Empire Strikes Back. Oh no no! Sorry, Empire Strikes came uh, Strikes Back came out before this, so it had the first like big like family reveal, like holy shit, Luke is whatever Darth Vader's son. But Halloween two was probably written before that came out. Like I don't, so John Carpenter were, like wasn't kind of piggybacking on that that Empire Strikes Back shit. He probably man, just he had probably some pissed. drunken revelation where he was just like. I don't fucking yeah. know. They're, 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 they're siblings. One of the daughters got adopted. <laughs> but Empire, I bet Empire Strikes Back came out, and he was probably pissed. He was like, "God,
1: god damn it! I did that right first Yeah. Yeah. This is that you know, blockbuster versus cult horror movie. How big a movie was this when it came out? I imagine Halloween one must have been bigger, a bigger deal. And Halloween two, Halloween uh-huh. two, people were just like, eh, "Sequel." I know insight. Halloween the first um, one was
3: extremely profitable because it cost almost nothing. It cost
1: like hundred thousand dollars to make or something
2: hilarious, something like that. Yeah, like it, was it grossed thing, uh, seven million dollars. Adjust for uh, inflation, that's like fifty which million dollars, which is not <laughs> great because the first one made forty-seven million dollars on a hundred thousand-dollar budget. So. Adjust for inflation, it's still that's not like bad. Like 50 mil. Yeah, but the first one is like I think it still holds the. Uh, the record for money spent versus money owned nope. or earned
3: nope i actually looked that up it's uh paranormal activity oh really as Ooh. halloween beat yeah is the mo- most because that uh, movie like, literally cost up
1: fifty dollars to make it cost, <laughs> yeah. the, cost the, the camera rental basically and get a house and some string
2: i was surprised that it wasn't like the blair witch because the blair witch was like ten thousand dollars i think was the budget on that To film it but the marketing was wild for that movie i remember 1999 everything just being blair witch they made people (laughs) believe
1: that it was real they made they they released a false
2: (laughs) false documentary yeah (laughs) they made a a fake documentary that came out before the movie that was like the true story of the blair witch and this was like before the movie came out and i remember watching it being terrified because i was like this is real this lady killed kids for real I'm making crazy a movie about this. Is it's <laughs> why are they? Yeah. <laughs> it's the
1: same idea as a mockumentary. People still believed it. It's the same idea as a mockumentary. People, people like Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is a very is a very famous movie. Is a very popular movie. Nobody was like, this is just a horror Spinal Tap. This is there's no way. I remember them. <laughs> sure well, not, even, of not even nobody. Nobody. not even Spinal Tap. Keeping it in
3: horror to keep it in the horror genre there was Cannibal Holocaust in like 1981. That's true. It. That's um, a good a point. horror documentary. Cuz
1: that is a horror documentary as well, right? Like it's fully filmed. But that people basic... thought
3: that was real. Like the special effect effects in that movie are, are goddamn amazing. Like it's, people It's uh it
1: was... it's like banned though. So I don't know if the same amount yeah, of eyes it's pretty gross. Saw Hann- Cannibal true. Holocaust. It was
3: a pretty small movie. Yeah. I don't think
1: we can say Holocaust on Twitch. to to put that in perspective only if you
3: say the word cannibal in front of us you have that like movie title you have to say the full title
2: um right twitchers twitchies tell us right you twitch bitch Uh, (laughs) thanks for Uh, watching one person i think that that movie like some of the people involved were like actually wanted by the FBI at one point because there was suspicion that somebody had actually been murdered on the set of the movie yep. and it all turned I believe out to be that's just correct. false. Yeah. It's like crazy they did kill animals on screen. Like you won't find the no animals were
3: harmed during Yeah the, no. The I mean they day. did
2: that in the first Friday the thirteenth as well. They cut the head of a Snack. goddamn live snake. snake. And I remember being snake, like yeah. What is <laughs> happening?
1: Not to mention Milo and Otis.
2: One out of five <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> Milo and Otis the, the Disney cartoon?
1: Yeah, a lot of animals died in that film. Yeah, Uh, there's this company that no humans were harmed in the making of this (laughs) film. (laughs) It was like this Japanese company that had no rules, and there were many Milos, and there were many Otises.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for that. My mom named her dog Otis, so I sent the trailer to my mom being like, this is what you named the dog after, right? And then she was like, yeah. And I'm like, how many cats do you think drowned during that basket <laughs> during
1: scene? scene There's something like happens.
2: 20. <laughs> um, you name your animal after this shit.
1: I do. Okay, so at the beginning of this movie, um, I want to talk for a second about how I think that up against I, I feel like Friday the 13th is a direct ripoff of Halloween that I will say it definitely is because I know Steve, you, you don't like it when I say rip the word ripoff, but in, in the horror spectrum, I just a, don't
2: like when you compare everything. To I, know. Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I will compare this
1: to Final Fantasy. I will compare this to resident evil. I bet you I can find tonight. a way to do it though. I could probably do it. I can do resident evil. Definitely borrowed heavily from 80 slashers every bioweapon i didn't realize this till much later in my life but you're going through killing zombies in survival horror games but in the resident evil series specifically there's always a bioweapon and the every if if you like wait around too long in a room a giant hulking monster will like blast through a wall and fucking it'll be unkillable and when they get killed they bounce back up the way that mike my- michael myers does specifically and Mike Jason, Myers. I guess, too. I know you hate also when I say Mike Yeah, Myers. baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby!
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
0: remember that part, and it was scary. It was the scariest part of the game. Y- yeah. yeah so, like- oh, man. What about a Halloween remake or whatever where they use a Mike Myers mask?
2: Like an Austin Powers Oh, like Myers an Austin mask? Powers <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah, an no. Powers Oh, like a Like
0: what was that movie, Baby Driver?
1: yeah. Yeah, they all have Mike. Did they Myers do
3: the mask? same treatment? Like make it white and hollow with the eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Do the, the same
2: thing,
0: but yeah. it's, it's Mike Myers it's instead just of like,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, just gonna have weird teeth and yeah, <laughs> flat, fake rubber glasses.
1: So to go
3: back or to
2: Wayne's my, World. Uh,
1: to, to go back man. to what I was originally saying, I think that the first person stuff with Michael Myers is a lot better because you have to wait to see Jason in at least the first two movies you don't see him well you don't see him in the first movie obviously in the second movie you don't see him for a while you see his like feet you see his point of view in this you get a thing where michael myers you're seeing very vivid what from his point of view and then it's almost like the camera separates from him and then he you just see him doing shit and standing being a silhouette or standing in the shadows and i think that that is a better that's spookier to me yeah. I, I think, so I guess... Well, it's because there's an
2: anticipation and you know that you're looking to the eyes of the killer, right? And, like, they're emulating this the shot from, from the first movie, right? They do that... In the, yeah. the, the, the first movie, they have this really long one-shot that goes through the entire house and then he kills the woman. So you have this anticipation in this moment where he's going to this house that the same thing is going to happen, but he doesn't. He just I, takes the knife and leaves, I
1: right? think just to sort of get to the point on this is my view of friday the 13th versus halloween is halloween is like almost classy and like well intentioned and a lot more well thought mm-hmm. out and friday the 13th is like the knockoff you like an asylum films version of of halloween and i know it goes off in its own direction but i always i always saw halloween as more like he's going after one person and there's collateral damage where jason is just like disgustingly murdering people you know yeah well, I, I mean
2: this sorry go
3: ahead the The friday the 13th movies i find are more of a cash grab they're like well killing yeah. teenagers and showing tits on screen is going to make us money and they were right like that paid off
2: um, yeah it's not it's what a, Halloween yeah, it's is a, doing. it's a machine designed to make money but also the, the machine is fueled on the creativity of the kills and not necessarily the philosophy behind What's going on, on? But screen. ironically, boobs. this
1: this had some of the best kills that I've seen in any movie. The bloodletting, the let, blood. so the on-screen kills in this movie all kind of suck. The gra- the special effects like aren't there. The he- the hammer to the head was kind of like it's not very well done. But the off-screen kill, the bloodletting shit horrified me the most. I thought that was the most creative way to discover somebody killed that I've seen yeah. in any of these any of these eight movies we've done over the last. Two Halloween's. And, and then I the last like Starfighter that, uh, slips and hits the head. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he fucking ta- Johnny or Donny or the fucking Jimmy. Jimmy. He's a little. kid on his shirt. And he gets massively concussed. Yeah. And then he never comes back. <laughs> he never, he he, passes out you see him car. in the
2: car, the car, and he's just like, dude, what, happened, what happened to Jimmy? <laughs> is Jimmy okay? Did so somebody check on Jimmy? He's got CTE and now he fucking. I'm sure he shows up in one of the remake or like the newer ones as. Is... He's got brain damage or some shit now and <laughs> works at the <laughs> local pub or something. I think that's like one of the, the the big things about these new movies is that you know they start or they they take place the same amount of time that passed since this movie and now. And then like every character that ever existed in those movies that didn't get murdered is still in the town. They're all in the town <laughs> still, and they're like they have roles yeah. and everything. Like yeah. you wouldn't get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. You have a town. This that keeps every happening Halloween. every
1: goddamn Halloween. And,
3: actually and in
2: uh, the the one that was just titled halloween there's a character in the movie who's like who the fuck cares like a couple of people got murdered like 40 fucking years ago like why <laughs> is everyone so, so obsessed with this he's coming back and it's like time. true yeah that's pretty that's it true, true. I mean, They we have to hang out like, near the, Myers the
3: and
1: inter- wait for him yeah I like how the people in the town are just rioting at this Myers home. They already, in the first movie, it's sort of like, let's the Myers home. Don't go near it. A, mer- a grizzly murder happened there. And in this one, they're like, it was the Myers home. Let's protest at it. Well, the news
3: gets it. out. If you listen to, I the subtitles on, so, like, all the news broadcasts that are happening through the first, like, 10-15 minutes of the movie are all like, it turns out it was uh, Mike Myers, the guy who killed his sister. Like, it was that house yeah. over there. Like, they're just constantly broadcasting it. So, if you're paying attention to the background noise, like, They're letting the whole town know, like, hey, if you want to fuck someone up, go to that house. Yeah, and
2: honestly, just look at, like, real-world media today and the way that people respond to just the slightest bit of misinformation and how much they'll just go protest something instantly. It's not a a long shot for me to think that if you heard it and knew where the house was, yeah, they would run down and start throwing rocks through the windows. He's in there. (laughs) No, it's just the dog that he ate from the first movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No animal deaths in this movie.
2: I do want to talk a little bit about what you were saying, Jason, about how this this franchise in particular feels a little bit more thought out and has a bit more philosophy behind There's it. Philosophy.
1: And... I, classy is the wrong word, but I think you know what I mean, where it, it's almost I I like Taylor integrity Day
0: versus Walmart brand.
1: Yeah, like Asyl- the original movie, like Transformers, versus the Asylum movie, uh, Chain... Yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly Changers what you're or saying,
2: or but I think it's just like... <laughs> So why is that? And like, how do you why is it that you feel that way, right? Like, I mean, there are still breasts in this movie, and there's still a lot of gore happening. It just feels like it takes its time a little bit more. And I know this movie isn't as long as the first one, but it does take moments to let that anticipation grow without hucking tits in your face or wiggling a butt, or having somebody smoking tons of weed. You do get a little bit of weed smoking. I know, but it's not that's not what the point of the scene is. The scene is is designed in order to build the tension, right? It's it's desi- that that's an aspect of it. But they designed the scene and the camera work and everything, in order to like hold your hand to get to that moment that you are feeling uneasy. Whereas when Jason's around, you're just like, how is he gonna get him this time? You're not like scared to see Jason. You don't have that that built um, fear, and like all the all the the jump scares or the the the, the cat jumping out of the trash can, something that's in a million movies, but it still kind of made me jump a little bit. Oh, and, and that character, that character, the security guard, you think he's going to die immediately and you're holding on him for like a good three, four minutes after that, <laughs> which <I laughs> after think, the jump scare.
1: I think that whole sequence is a detriment and kind of my problem on an inverse of what I'm talking about, where the first Halloween has a lot of this and this has a little bit, but it's a shorter movie. So you get to the home alone of it. As soon as you get to the hospital, Craig, the home alone of it is a is a term I use for when the movie gets to the point, like when the movie get like in Home Alone when he, when he realizes the the guys are coming to fucking attack his home and he starts setting up the traps. That's when the movie starts for me. And a lot of movies yeah. have this where there's just a bunch of like stuff that happens and then you get to the fucking home alone of it. And this one. <clears throat> In in J- in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, it's like the last half hour of just Jason killing people. In this one, it's as soon as they introduce the hospital, and that becomes sort of the the grounds for which the murders are going to be encapsulated. In, in, in yeah. um, this this does have the unfortunate side effect of there's a lot of people just like moving around, hearing noises, and this scene with the security guard is the worst offender because it just holds on him for so long. And I get in 1981. If you're in a theater and you've never seen a fucking the last horror movie you saw was Halloween several years ago, they've amped up everything already in this movie. So you're going to get you're going to be scared. The music's crazy. That John Carpenter esque he might have mm. even done the soundtrack for this movie, right?
2: Uh yeah, he's done he's done <laughs> he the did soundtrack this. for most
3: of them.
1: He, it's yeah, like crazy. he did the
3: original theme song, so someone might have like remixed it, like re-recorded um, song, but it. it I was the looking at song. it today, and I believe he did do the. He's music He's credited, yeah, this, but the, I think his, someone else might be credited as well for music.
1: His horror music is so iconic, and that's one of my favorite things about this movie, where it's less an ambient sound like in in Freddy.
2: He it's, he. It's a the theme song. He composed yeah. it, um, and he and Alan Howarth. Uh, collaborated together on the
1: score for this movie. There so, we go. I, I that that's just I I'm bored in the future. I'm bored forty years later. But in 1981, I imagine it was terrifying to watch this guy get spooked at every corner and then finally just get fucking. Does he get strangled? I, how, how? What's his? He kill? gets a hammer in the head. Yeah, he gets. He's yeah. the one that gets hammered in the head, right? And then later yeah. he's, he's seen hanging, which I think is more shocking than the hammer to the head.
0: Yeah. hammered
1: every weekend. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: He said he gets
2: hammered every weekend.
1: Oh, yeah. You, you get a hammer to the head most days.
2: Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes. Um So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think that, I don't know if I would say that I was bored while watching this movie, but I I know what you're, the point you're trying to make is. And
1: I will say I wasn't, this compared to the, I was bored during the first Halloween much the same way that if it was 19 what's 78 if it was 1978 it was like the first time they made one of these horror movies in this way I would be terrified if I was a teenager in the 70s but like I said so I mean the
3: the first one I watched it it was probably the like mid 90s so I would have been like 15 16 and borrowed my friends like VHS and I was watching it in my parents basement at like midnight with all the lights off like by myself nice. like that was, that was terrifying yeah if I'm watching it now like i got a kid running around and i mean i'm not watching halloween with my my two-year-old running around the house but uh I, like i get it like we things move at a faster pace these days i don't have just like all the time in the world to sit by myself in the basement like, something like... so i set that atmosphere for myself that kind of um like elevated it for me
1: something like midsummer definitely... or hereditary that's not really about the gore and the shock it's more about the psychological mind fuck. Th- that's what scares me that's what scares me now And none of these '80s slashers have any of that. Maybe the later ones do, but I think they just—I think they become more about the spectacle of the kills, and it just, much like the Saw series, which we've all talked about. We talked about it on the show. Me and Craig have talked about it in real life. The first Saw movie is a fantastic movie that sits in the annals of time along with these familiar killers. But then each movie tries to outdo the last one, and I think after. I think after I
3: disagree about the first one. I think it does uh, a a really great job about being like psychologically suspenseful. Like going along with John Carpenter's score, like just that piano, that dumb. Like it's almost like Jaws. <laughs> yeah. okay. Like it's that iconic to me that just like you know that he's coming and it's just he's coming so slowly, but you know he's going to get there anyway. Like that's the kind of the psychological suspense that i love about the first one
1: yeah i i also watched the first halloween like in the daytime you know it was after work i was wiped I, yeah was, i mean it definitely
3: it's i 100 agree that it was you know way more terrifying but I, also watched, I watched than that.
1: midsummer in the daytime and i was wiped out and i there were times when i couldn't look directly at the screen because of yeah it's, you probably it's watch
2: that. yeah you can't really compare the two together though they're not they're not the same type of horror no, and true. you're not gonna you're not gonna get the same experience i agree with you completely that when i watch something like midsummer and hereditary i have a much more visceral and physically disturbed feeling than i do I when i watch ama- halloween but imagine I, I being 15 so spooky.
1: at midnight watching hereditary you might mess yourself up you know what I mean? Like you might fuck something up in the pants, in your head. <laughs> you might mess your pants. <laughs> you might ejaculate uh, if you watch, if you do that. To yeah. You. <laughs> Hereditary.
2: Not where I was <laughs> going, but yeah. I <laughs> pee. Oh shit! You <laughs> meant shit your pants? I think he was talking about pooping. Yeah. Um, pooping and peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Hereditary. It's it's a different t- type of disturbing, right? Like you watch and hear an actor giving an extremely good performance of somebody who's just lost their daughter. And you feel this, like, you feel the emotion and it's so impactful that it reflects upon you and absorbs into you to the point that you are just like, I cannot listen to this woman shrieking Whale. anymore. It's actually disturbing me. Um, to the point that you forget that you're watching a movie. And that's that's different, right? That's That's a different type of emotion. Whereas something like this... It's creepy in the sense that, like, after the fact, if you're in your basement, it's dark, and you gotta go upstairs, and you don't, and you don't don't have the the lights on. Hey, you're you gonna be like, up. <laughs> <ice> the-
1: <laughs> Mike Myers could be in here, yeah, baby. The design of Michael Myers <laughs> is a lot. Long- the Love Guru's gonna get me. <laughs> Screw <laughs> me, baby. The, the, the design of Michael Myers' mask being kind of worn. I know that the story goes that they lost the mask, right? So they kind of redesigned it not for the, this
0: one uh, for for this one the story is it's still the original but the way they they stored it uh I can't remember if it was the art director or something but one of the people from uh one of the people involved uh kept it in like a shoebox or something under their bed and they were a heavy smoker and then also oh, the uh actor who played Michael the first time kind of just like kept it in his pocket or whatever and like didn't really like keep high like keep maintenance for
1: yeah. it yeah it looked aged even though it was, you know, mm-hmm. a moments later. But he went into sort of, he, like, ran off into the night, so we don't know what actually happens to Michael Myers. Yeah, he also got shot six times. Shot six, six times. times. I really love the scene. He definitely this...
3: didn't get hit by a cop car. No. Like, into a God. gas tanker or something. Yeah, totally that was the weirdest thing in the movie, that. where I'm like, hold on a second. poor yeah. fucking, and then the, his There's friends dressed up like, exactly have you seen like... Billy? Like, he was walking home drunk with a Whoa.
0: mask Did you guys know that was Lori's prom date? Or the the person that she wanted to go to prom with? Oh really? Like, really? Get burned alive. Yeah, ben, that's uh, Ben Tramer or whatever. Mm. Yeah, fuck. The good eye.
1: Here's the thing though, it looks, it looks like a literal child. Why is he just <laughs> as Michael Myers if it's the same? He saw Halloween one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a Halloween
3: costume. He just went to a Halloween store and bought the 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 shape.
1: That's like, that's is the there a thing costume. in the Scream movies in like Scream two? does Scream 2 take place moments later and there's somebody in the Scream movie who has the Scream costume on? Because that's, that's what it wasn't
0: moments. The Scream movies get meta. They, they sell the costume. Yeah. yeah. Because so the, the murder, Scream movies yeah. start meta. Yeah. yeah, true, yeah true,
1: true. The whole thing, the killers are like in, before you know, he's the killer. He fucking like, I love horror movies. And if, the, if I was in a horror movie, this is what I would do.
2: The, Jamie knows that look the, behind you. Yeah. I think that the, the, coincidence that this kid is wearing the exact same thing that michael myers is wearing <laughs> is just something you gotta overlook <laughs> like you but can't I spend think, so much time thinking about it
1: i think that's played for comedy and i think that this that's one of those subtle comedy moments in this, i found it hilarious in this film it's
2: I, very funny it's <laughs> <so> <laughs> he's burning alive and they're like is it him and he's like i not! not know. totally on fire
1: they draw guns on him a cop runs into him it hits a van, the and they it all explodes. Everything blows
3: up. It all explodes. <laughs> I do like that they don't assume it was him and just go about their lives. Yeah. And And like, <laughs> that kind of resets things. Like, I like, they're like, I don't know if it's him. We should assume it's not. Let's put everything. We should on stop
1: that. killing Alert. just who anybody that's wearing a mask that apparently is just sold. Why? Wi- like Or, he's dry, or a, walking on the street. The Michael Myers mask and jumpsuit. So apparently, that was a known costume in this universe.
2: No, he saw yep. Michael Myers the day before walking around the neighborhood. That's true. Saying, That's a sick costume. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna make that. Movie. Way, That's true. Because <laughs> Michael Myers does theory. skulk.
1: You know, Halloween one should be called October 30th, and Halloween two should be called like, November
2: 4th. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least the third one's called The Season of the Witch.
1: Yeah, at least the third one is... Because <laughs> like John
3: Carpenter actually wanted the movies to be an anthology series to begin with. Yes, like, yes. He, he wanted to make a Halloween 2, but he didn't want Michael Myers to be the
0: focus. Like, he wanted, yeah, the Michael Myers story to be Some done other spooky to, event. To make more Halloween end.
3: movies, but, like, yeah, like The Season of the Witch kind of thing.
0: Halloween 3 reminded me of when everyone was up in uproar with Transformers. where They were like, monkey bad, truck good.
3: You have to excuse me. I watched trans. I stopped watching Transformers. Uh, yeah, months, I, I, I don't a know. Giant a
2: shit. <laughs> Are you talking about the cartoon show? Like the no, yeah, no, yeah, the yeah. Was great. So they
0: had the original uh Generation One. Oh, like, you're talking about practices. Beast Wars? Or then DCs? they made Beast Wars, and everyone yeah. was in uproar. like, no, oh, no, yeah. monkey truck. I,
2: See, I didn't really watch, the because I'm a little bit younger than you guys, I didn't watch the, the trucks and cars. I watched mm-hmm. the animal one, and that's the one that I prefer, because I like the animals and dinosaurs I was more than I like cars. cars. I, I thought the it wasn't cartoon,
1: bad. But we yeah. just didn't have it where I was. But Craig, you probably... You're, Craig's a little bit not, i don't want to owe you I'm 42 you, you can That's say it i'm 42 you're a little you're bit like... older than even me who is the oldest so like he-man but you might have even been on a little bit the other side where you were a little bit too old really to watch transformers teams. i was
3: watching as a kid i was watching he-man thundercats transformers okay so uh, you, you were completely
1: age appropriate for those so yeah but by the time beast wars came out beast wars and reboot you were like, "I'm trying to get sexed on. I'm not trying
0: to watch." Yeah, I was.
3: Out. I, I mean, I didn't have a problem with Beast Wars, but it wasn't, wasn't my jam. Also, it's it called yeah, Beasties it was,
0: here in Canada. It was Canada. Beasties in Canada.
2: That's only on YTV. Yeah. On YTV with PJ because that's Phil. a Canadian television channel. I know PJ, PJ
1: Phil. Find, pj farm. farm. I also know.
3: I was, I was trying to. I also know to Phil McGuire
1: now. PJ Phil or PJ. Oh, his last name. Paul McGuire. Phil Guerrero. Paul McGuire i really hope that they so i work I for a company that. a wrestling company called super Kicked, and they're trying to they're doing this whole storyline right now where ytv people keep showing up because we're in toronto and these guys are just around that's funny i don't want to say they're <laughs> like awesome. not, they're not like washed up they do stuff you know like they make no, they paul make, was like
2: a weatherman for like
1: years yeah, he's a, yeah i he bet rick the
0: temp is, is real jealous
1: <laughs> I, I said why don't you get uh darren oh fuck what's his name Darren from remember Darren and Mo.
0: Darren and Mo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about that purple thing? What was that purple TV called? Snit Nitz or Zitz? I walked what right up to Nitz? PJ
1: Phil and I was like, "Do you got snit with you?" And what he looked at me yes. like, "Come on." and i was like and i said yes. man i loved elvis and he was like <laughs> i barely i barely remember that and i'm like i remember <laughs> he was
2: probably it. high you the defined
1: whole time. <laughs> my childhood my man and he's yeah. this guy is short as fuck cuz when he, he like yeah. he's probably f- 4'10 and i i'm looking down at him and i'm like <laughs> when he was on tv when i was a kid i thought he was the tallest man in the world is anybody on TV has to be seven feet
2: tall? You got to be giant. Speaking of people, no, in that fact, it's seven easier to film people who are shorter.
1: Michael Myers.
2: Um, Michael well, I, Myers. I have a PJ Phil story. Remember, he came to the, or I don't know if you were working there yet. He came to the escape games once, and he reeked of a certain herb. Let's just say that <laughs> much. And we usually go around the circle, and everybody introduces themselves and like a special ability that they have that will be useful inside of the room. And when it came to him, he stood up and, and like walked into the middle of the circle and said, I am Phil. I can't remember what his power was, but it was funny and very dramatic. Wow, that the story was almost awesome.
1: Yes. <laughs> like jacket.
3: It really fell apart at the end there, man.
0: <laughs> I have a question.
1: We're not known for finishing stories on this show. Go ahead, Kalen.
0: How do you eat a whole razor blade? He he didn't eat
2: the whole razor blade. Riddle? He
0: just got it stuck in his mouth. Yeah. But like,
2: Is this it's you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm it's also to... it's also like a that's they're just playing off of the urban myth, right? Like they're yeah, like true. the razor blade and the candy. I I don't know why they necessarily had to have that in there.
3: <laughs> if anybody well, else speaking has Speaking of which, you guys are all putting drugs in your candy that you're handing out this year, right?
2: Because that's what people yeah. do. Why would I, just, I waste my I do, drugs like that? Man. Exactly.
1: What I usually <laughs> do is I buy a whole bunch of China white heroin, the most expensive heroin I can get my hands on, <laughs> and then I hand it out to four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Just and lend for them have a good time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then I you know. uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I when I saw the razor blade in the mouth, I, I got a ch- chuckle out of it because it's that's one of those things that it was like if you really like to well, no, if you look it up, it, there's literally never been a, a recorded case of that ever mm-hmm. happening, but it's still a thing that people talk about as though it happens every Halloween. I remember, remember to check your kids' internet, candy for syringes.
1: Early internet, yeah. that sort of hysteria sort of permeated very yeah. early on in the internet. People there, you people shared pictures of, obviously, somebody just jammed a fucking razor, razor blade, blade into, into an apple.
2: An apple. Yeah, And it's like... I, it's like the fact that you eat 10 spiders a year or whatever in your sleep. It's like, "No, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's true." I eat 10 spiders a year, <laughs> but I do
1: it on purpose cuz I want to Yeah, yeah, yeah do it awake. And you know, Spider-Man classically turned into Spider-Man by being addicted to eating spiders. He by, was by, He had a he had a going for that. spider eating. He had a tarantula. <laughs> and that's how he got he his turned into Tarantula Yeah, he turned into yeah. tar- Tarantula man.
2: <laughs> Tarantulanus.
1: <laughs> did
3: you guys notice that Lori escaped from the hospital? She got out and she, she was capable. She was stabbed or whatever, but she was capable of moving. And then she just decided to like hang out in a car in
2: the parking lot rather than leaving. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, Is she exhausted? Did they drug her? Because they did drug her with something. And I, and I was like, Is she mm-hmm. just fighting off the effects of this chemical, That's whatever, true. whatever That's it a is? Good point. And But it seemed like it came in waves where she I, maybe her adrenaline, once it kind of left her, What's the a, drug would take over, and she would collapse. it's it called? Plot armor. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: She, when she needed yeah, to a run serious away, case her plot, plot armor, armor yeah. kicked in, and she was like, "I'm yeah. fine." It, it kind of reminded—I know—Friday um, the Thirteenth. Adrenaline. Part, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two obviously happens many years after this, but they did the same thing where they they set up a car existing with a flat tire, right? And then yeah. when the nurse gets—no, it's the, like it has a shitty
2: engine or whatever.
1: Well, yeah, in Friday the 13th, but in this movie they set up, there's a car, but it's got a flat tire. Laurie goes to that car and gets in. She can't even like find, yeah. she can't even turn the all car All the tires on. are flat.
3: So it's She looked around like... and noticed that all the tires had been flattened. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah like so the I'm the thinking director... about the fog.
2: Maybe that was the fog. The director no, and in like the, movies some like... sort of liquid tube had been cut so there was liquid, like, I don't know what I don't know anything about cars, so I'm like, I guess. The liquid <laughs> I guess yeah, tube. I believe it. <laughs> Whatever that liquid is, it's the importance. gas tube. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I uh I thought that that was played to be that way, but it also was dumb. Like it you're right. Why didn't if she had the energy to just get away? She knows that Michael Myers is inside there wreaking havoc. Like maybe she wanted, I don't know. I don't have any reasonable explanation why she didn't just fucking get out of there. My
2: my thing is that I feel like maybe she didn't know she was. Because if I got dropped off at, at a random hospital in let's say like Brampton or something, I wouldn't know how to get home. Well, she was in her town. She knew where she would have
3: known. She was still in her town because another note I had is on her way into the hospital. Everybody, everyone was like, "Holy shit, that's Laurie Strode!" Oh my god, have you (laughs) seen Laurie Strode coming into the hospital? That's true. Yeah, everyone knew because it's supposed to be a small town. Yeah,
2: yeah. So she, you would know where the hospital is.
3: But no, I think you're probably more on the money about her like having anesthetic or whatever in her and and having needing to collapse in a car.
2: Yeah, and I think that's the reason why they threw that line in there at the beginning of like, don't put me to sleep, don't put me to sleep, is that they wanted a little buffer for us to have noticed that she was getting the drugs, so that that would be the reason. And then she's purposefully trying to keep herself awake, right? Throughout the whole movie, every time they go in there, she's not asleep. And they're like, she should be asleep.
1: I guess if you think about it, she's full of drugs. This whole movie takes place basically (laughs) in the duration of the movie maybe three hours truncated yeah that's the thing too a it's um so that's yeah. a good that's a really good point i didn't i don't, you don't think about the passage of time when you're watching tv and movies because it's always different what i will say is me and uh, me and craig did have a, a podcast a hit podcast uh, watched by hit. exactly one more podcast, person than this podcast um and we covered the television program blossom And Blossom was a sitcom from the 80s, and if you know anything or from the 90s, 90s. and if you know anything with sitcoms from the 90s, their perception of time is all the fuck over the place. So we have a lot of experience with these passage of time things. That's how I was so keen to know that this was about four hours pushed down to an hour and a half. But in those, in that era of watching those shows, they would do a lot of stuff where we had no idea how much time had elapsed, all the time.
3: Yep. Yeah, but going back to the Friday the Thirteenth, if you look up the timeline of those <laughs> movies, like the the entire like the first nine or or whatever, I mean, all those movies came out within like twelve years of each other, but yeah. they take place over like forty years. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no real way to tell what year. And then one goes so in far into the future <laughs> that it's like uh. yeah, Jason X is I mean, kind of <laughs> have to ignore.
1: What year is that movie supposed to be? I
3: don't know. Like, like twenty,
2: like, just like two hundred years from now. Like twenty two hundred. Yeah. yeah, I want to watch that one so badly because it's I, it's the first Jason that I watched really because it came out when I was at an age where I was like, okay, I can do these now. And so front, instead of going back to the first one, I'm like, Jason X, let's go. And I'm like, this it's is great. They, they have ridiculous. a holodeck stolen straight from Star Trek and <laughs> yeah, back to and Star Trek. They have
3: the yeah. holodeck and he they just cut back to it and he's beating the girls inside a sleeping bag. Yeah. It's my three. favorite kill. Yeah.
1: He also, oh no, it's Fr- Freddy versus Jason, but he close to somebody backwards and caught
2: there's yeah. some good kills in jason okay. x there's one where he like kicks a guy off of a railing and he lands on like a giant mining drill and just like slowly rotates the drill like on his I body i
1: swear that's in jason x
2: that's what i just yeah. said jason that's oh, what okay. we're talking about
1: yeah <laughs> and it's like the cyborg woman that yeah <clears throat> i remember
0: so i just got it for five bucks at walmart Check you, out like, your local you just walmart. got it <laughs> like uh last week yeah
1: they still have those bins at walmart Yes. And they have movies Jeez. that old in them? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. It was at the bottom. I,
0: I got Child's Play, Child's Play 2, uh, Jason X, uh, all four screams, but they were... Uh, I already told you guys what happened with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. the, the Yeah, the, the screen ratios are all different, which
2: is... That would drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah, BHS was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> All right, tracks, tracks, people.
1: So I'm, I'm looking. I thought you guys were gonna say more because, like, we're all people that like to talk. So, but when it gets yeah. when it's quiet for a second, I go, "Oh fuck!" Inside my head. So, oh, oh shit, somebody just gave us gifts. On, Lurking, this, on, on, no, Chicken on is. TikTok. Lurkers we just got creeps. gifts on TikTok. We, that's worth like twenty cents. My, my friends, we've done it. We've, shit. we've that's ascended. That's five. That's a nickel Six. each. Let's make a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> we've ascended.
3: My math checks so. out.
1: Um, Do
3: you guys notice when Michael Myers walked right through, he just walked through the window?
2: Yeah. Yes. And that was it. also hilarious. It was, like, yeah. like, it was like a
1: weird movie. special effect that didn't look right.
2: Like it it was, was a real yeah, window. Yeah, just breakable, everything. Like it was sugar glass,
3: <laughs> I would imagine.
1: No, what I thought had happened there is he he was behind the screen, he was behind the, the glass, and then they had him walk through already broken glass. And that's why it did that weird little cut
2: oh no i think that was just yeah, like possible. the jitter of him moving like i think it was just like he because like it, <laughs> it broke weirdly yes like it was almost too much of a this is a fake like when you know when jason busts through walls like later in the movies when he's like a tank man and everything just shatters <laughs> around him this was like the guy kind of like stuttered a bit like it didn't <laughs> break right away he yeah. kind of like stumbled through it a little bit and the glass fell in big plates, which usually it just shatters away into like a million pieces or whatever. The glass fell in these big, big goofy But I mean, this plates. happened
3: before Jason was doing that. So these... No, I know. They it's were true. laying the groundwork for Exactly. It. Like they,
2: they're the real trailblazers. Of and then those special effects guys, guys went into. on to make way better breakaway walls. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that didn't look yeah, exactly. great. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need some air cannons to blast little chunks at the screen as well. There it, was was just, another... it was so funny because... Uh...
1: There was another funny. You know, why it's
2: funny. I
3: don't need to say
1: that was played kind of for comedy, <laughs> and it's the security guard just being a a but an idiot in his room, and Michael Myers clearly walks across the oh, yeah. parking lot on screen. The monitor. Yeah, I love that watching? Trope in anything, but in this one, it was like how incompetent is this <laughs> fucking security guard that he missed the seven foot tall man that they're looking for.
2: <laughs> it's like all you gotta do is is have it in your peripheral. He's like fully turned away from the screen. He's supposed yeah. to be looking He didn't at. even have like a smartphone and internet to like... No, he <laughs> had an old movie playing on a black and white TV, that little 12-inch, while reading the newspaper. It's a night shift. What are you going to do? Your job? Yeah. If
3: he was a good security guard, he'd be working during the daytime.
1: I don't normally That's read <laughs> um, comments from our social media on the show but somebody here devin the sim 3 just said i love halloween uh why aren't you guys on television i would watch this show and to them yeah. i to this person i say follow us on <laughs> yeah. tiktok tell your friends head over to twitch follow us there and you can see us every wednesday night at 9 15 p.m eastern and yeah you there's can a watch there's a tv
3: yeah, it's, called the, it's uh, called the Internet. This is the year 2022 where television is absolutely Dying <laughs> a slow death. Yeah.
1: The slowest death ever um, because they're holding on so much so that like streaming services um, have just become television. The, the old.
2: They have ads television. now. Discovery, Discovery Plus, Netflix. There's. Yeah, you can just get them. With we've ads. had ads playing through our whole Twitch stream. Yeah. I've been watching them.
1: There's an
3: ad really? playing I have right not now. Been... Watch it. How do how do those ads work? Does it interrupt, or is it just like a little bottom like banner thing? So I think it might pause us. We for go, a bit no, and we go then...
1: picture in picture, so you can oh, still okay. see us oh, okay. on screen below the ad. My wife Interesting. So... I Madison. Kaylin says hi. Hi.
2: Um, I mean, we've kind I'm of so walked through I'm most happy. of the glass doors of this movie in terms of plot, but uh, I think one of my favorite things that they Keep making very apparent is that Doctor Loomis has a gun with six bullets, <laughs> but he's really bad at counting how many bullets he has. Um, I also really liked that, you know, he kept pulling it out and checking and loading it and stuff, and every time he did it, there was somebody giving him like a sideways glance, being like, "This guy is <laughs> unhinged." I love when he pulls the gun. you <laughs> looking at like this he, guy, he just
1: pulling, just brandishing a weapon.
2: Yeah, running around, he's just, a, it just a
1: psychologist or a psychiatrist. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Also, like breaking a news! Breaking news! This but he's been. been driven crazy by watching yeah. you, or breaking by taking news. care of Mike this Myers for in. 15 years.
1: George Clooney has still got it. Uh, Madison just came home from the, the the talkies, and George Clooney still has still got it. <laughs> Did you yet. watch
3: the Men Who Stare at Goats? I don't know what what you know George know what movie was. In, Did you
1: see Ticket to Paradise? She saw a marriage movie. <laughs> Old Ticket, people marriage
0: movie. Ticket, Ticket to, to, to Paradise. paradise. Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: What?
0: (laughs) Don't mind me. Sorry. Dr. Loomis, dude, it was kind of funny when the cop kind of peer pressured Dr. Loomis into smoking a cigarette. He, like, forced it on him. (laughs) Right, yeah. I don't smoke. I just carry
2: this lighter with me at all times. It's a very bright (laughs) yellow lighter.
1: (laughs) Uh. They okay. did have
2: him brandish the lighter just as much as he brandishes the gun. He's
1: got a lighter ass gun. <laughs> they just <laughs> walk around yeah.
2: both, First, lighting it and shooting in the air.
1: <laughs> lighting cigarettes and it heightens my sense of security. People in the eyes. I love. Yeah. Uh, I, I love his moments in this movie because they they find Sam Hain written in blood on the wall, and he's very knowledgeable of what the meaning of Sam Hain is, and it's basically just like he. That's the Lord of the Dead essentially
0: that kind of felt like the jumping off point for like creating the anthology or like to to start that would halloween six really leads into that one yeah Yeah.
1: that would have been that would have been a cool yeah a cool way to do that and then later in the movie clearly he like what you were saying earlier is the donald uh what's his name sorry donald pleasance clearly wanted to have a monologue where he just said a bunch of fucking shakespearean shit but they were like we don't have shakespeare we have druids and he, so he really leans into that scene. Where he's like, Shakespeare like, was a druid, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like holding a bottle
2: of red wine. Him <laughs> and
1: the uh, the agent are like driving with the cop and he starts talking about the druids. And that whole moment, I was captivated. It was probably the most captivated I was in the whole movie because it is a real acting moment where he's like, you know, the where, where people fear the darkness and they fear the darkness that is inside Jeez. them. And I was like, "Wow, you know what? I'm not really afraid of the actual dark, but I am afraid of the darkness within." So. <laughs> yeah.
3: Wait. Wait. Again. Wait till you get to Halloween Six. He really has some some speeches in that one <laughs> about uh, the darkness and the pagans and everything.
1: Pagan rituals and the darkness.
3: And Paul Rudd's in it. It's the first. It's oh, not yeah. the first movie that he that was released, but he made it before Clueless, so he like, made oh, Halloween Six. Then he made Clueless, but Clueless came out
1: I first thought Paul Redd's first thing that he ever did was that commercial for Super Nintendo.
2: I'm talking about movies. Movies, <laughs> probably... not commercials. <laughs> uh,
1: commercials for video games. 90
3: minutes, movies. not 90 yeah. seconds. Commercials <laughs> are very short movies.
1: <laughs> Especially if he's like, when you play with, pow- when you play with power, you play with super power, or whatever the fuck that tagline was. Nintendon't what Nintendon't. I, mean, that was Sega. You nailed it. I blew it. The only other
3: note I have is that uh, when Lori's shooting at him at the end, she shoots him. and You remember the blood starts pouring out his eyes. Yeah, she must have shot him right in the eye holes.
2: Yeah. She's a times. good shot. So there's no bullet holes. There's no bullet She's... holes in the mask. Yeah. That, and the injection that they gave her earlier boosted her accuracy your stats. Nice. <laughs> nice. It was like a Metal Gear Solid kind yeah. of uh, boost. Yeah, she
1: smoked. She took a drag of a cigarette, and it slowed her. Yep. Slowed so she down could steady her her aim. Heart rate. Um, the <laughs> uh, Thing as weird I as, loved... as
2: that was, I did kind of like it. Just the tears. No, of it was awesome. Was cool, yeah.
1: The thing that I love yeah. about Michael Myers' eyes is that they're impervious. Uh, he gets stabbed directly in the eye in the first With one. The coat hanger, yeah. The coat hanger. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. this, he gets shot in both eyes. This goes, I wanted to go back to the Resident Evil thing I was talking about. There's a lot of monsters in in Resident Evil games that just kind of flail wildly. There's also one that can only attack you if it like senses movement. <laughs> But the scene in this near the end where he's just flailing wildly felt so much like a fucking video game. Like they're they're like she's just back against the wall trying not to get flailed at. Loomis is in the background and that we sort of go to like the end of like the end sequence here, which has some of the coolest shit I've ever seen in a movie. He's uh, there's
2: um, in sorry, not to cut you off, there in Resident Evil 4 there is like a deaf or sorry, a blind monster that you have to fight and you're like in a room of like hanging bells and you like hit the bells and it comes over it's like the same thing that they're doing with the gas tanks yeah Yeah. resident evil totally bit this movie in so many fucking ways the fourth one i I think
1: resident evil actually is like the anthology prequel or not prequel precursor to you know what they say
2: evil truly can can never truly be killed evil truly
1: can never truly be killed truly you cannot truly
2: kill evil as they (laughs) say there could be only one (laughs) yeah True, evil truly, never dies, I believe, is
3: what. Uh, just changes forms, formed, which is a big thing in the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead uh, like five years, but have you seen West Craven's New Nightmare?
2: I have. I like it a lot. It's
3: great. Have have you, that's I, that's I, the I, whole thing with that is that, like, oh, if like the character Freddy exists. It's super meta. Car- the character Freddy exists in the movies, but then they stop making the movies, and then it's like, well, that evil has to go somewhere, so it yeah. comes into like oh, yeah. real
2: life instead it's, of the movie. It's basically like the theory of like manifestation, where if enough people believe in something, it will become real. And Freddy Krueger is like, yeah, he's he's like, he's manifested into reality. So Wes Craven is like an actual character in the movie who's like, but then what then are you talking Wes about? Made, he's just a character.
1: Wes Craven made Urban Legend, didn't he? Which is literally that. I don't, I don't I don't think he think did. That was
2: him, though. But he made Scream, which is also super meta as well, right? Yeah. There was, super... I think his original draft for a New Nightmare was that he wanted the character of Wes Craven played by him to be like a manic, insane person who's writing a Freddy script in the back of a van while driving around America trying to escape Freddy constantly. And he's yeah, gone crazy. They really pared that down into just, just <laughs> having him
3: paint a, a picture of Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Was but he was doing had
2: done this thing where he'd like removed his eyelids and he was on like, pet pills to stay awake so he's just like this crazy version of wes craven (laughs) like that would have been a pretty insane i hope yeah i'd watch that
1: i need to watch literally all the movies that come after the sequels i think that maybe we just turn this podcast into each week is the next four of the familiar killers each week we just do the next four
2: i mean i'm not against it i love the horror sections of our years it's true um
3: I'm super excited to be here for this. I think I, I said that, and I'm honored to be your first guest. And I'm I'm just super stoked that I get to come into this position, like within, uh, maybe my favorite horror like franchise. I don't know. I think I think as a franchise, Nightmare on Elm Street might be my overall favorite, but like definitely Halloween was my favorite horror movie. So I'm yeah. I'm glad you guys had me here for this movie specifically.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Go ahead. How many people died in that explosion? Like, at the end who,
1: who yeah. knows how many people were in that wing of the hospital
2: I mean to me it I seemed like it was just that room that got blown up right like
1: but it you see the explosion from was, the outside like I',
2: I know. really I mean, she zoned was, out the last couple of minutes I'm not sure what she, happened at the end she was really like just, just outside the door when it blew up and she survived so that's true but also like, a it survives, it for a while. but Lewis they mentioned at survived. a point
3: though they mentioned the body count at some point like about two-thirds through the movie. That was yeah. like way higher than I, than mm. what we see on screen. Like, there's all kinds of deaths that have
2: happened that we're not aware of. Throughout yeah, I think movie. it was like meant to be implied that on his way to the hospital, he killed a shitload of people. As just well, like right? slashing, yeah. T- yeah, exactly. Yeah. He loves killing, or it's just he's compelled to. I guess he's the manifestation of pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael.
1: We get that weird scene where she, she is like a trance state and she's having like lori's having like a flashback to i guess it's that clue that she was put up for adoption very young but what? oh yeah
3: those flashbacks were what it's weird weird.
1: because like does any did any was anybody a diehard for film at that time to be like holy shit that must be her as a kid and who's that woman oh my
2: god Uh, i mean
1: it's it's michael's mom
2: I think, yeah, it's designed to be speculative, right? Like you're supposed to watch that and it's supposed to elicit some sort of like thought process to be like, what's going on here? I don't know if anybody was figuring it out in the moment that it's like, okay, that's probably Michael Myers because he's in some sort of weird asylum. Is she just dreaming and having like a hallucination that she knew him as a child? Is this happening for real? But then, you know, within the movie they confirm it, it would have been cool if they didn't, but I guess they needed a reason to have all the police officers in Loomis show up.
1: Well, now, at the nowadays, i would 100 percent like there's the way i watched tv and movies i would be putting things together but even in yeah. the context of this movie i was trying like i still do that with these old movies but it didn't just didn't translate that way it didn't make any sense it was just confusing the the, the fugue state she was in was confusing it was like the way that it's written is very like just full-on suddenly it's a mystery
2: yeah I, I mean i didn't get the same experience because i already knew that they were related so it's not uh, uh it right. wasn't surprising to me and i and i wasn't going through like the thought turmoil of like what's going on here i was just like oh yeah they're siblings. yeah guys, <laughs> oh, now now they're revealing it. Yeah. yeah
1: you guys all know how i feel about spoilers and could you imagine my shock <laughs> when something like this was kept from me for literally 40 years like literally almost 50 years like i'm 37 I never knew once in my whole existence that Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Laurie, was the secret sister of Michael Myers. My mind, like, I had a Luke, I'm your father moment, which is crazy to think about. Think about M. Night Shyamalan movies, for instance. Them shits get spoiled two years after they came out or would get sometimes within the week within the week like the movie (laughs) comes out and they're like
2: he sees dead people i was on the way to see the village and somebody in the car ruined the twist for me and i was like what the fuck is your problem man
3: that's oh that's rough
2: (laughs) yeah couldn't you have waited for two and a half hours to say that <laughs> like, that fuck? one
1: i know but i don't fully like never i've never seen the village all the way through so i if there's some context that may be missing for me luckily because it's one of his better movies as i understand lady in the there's water the i don't watch. i actually don't know what the twist is so no
2: me neither there's no, no one really that, me that one doesn't no,
1: really, lady really in the water twist, i want to yeah. watch a paul giamatti movie real soon
2: <laughs> like that's also the misconception <laughs> is that every single M Night Shyamalan movie has a massive twist that is meant to blow your goddamn socks off but not all of <laughs> his <laughs> first like forwarded. like lady in yeah. the water like other than that like they all did but like signs doesn't, really... doesn't really have a twist unbreakable doesn't really have a twist that it has a twist but it's not like a, it's not like a mind twist. blowing twist yeah. yeah it's really just it's more a like double, an interesting it's reveal like a double turn <laughs> yeah
1: um,
0: great fucking movie great fucking and then Signs. that they, they, really they were real there was actual aliens.
1: Yeah. But also, like, the water, the stuff... Them being allergic to water, like, in... Uh, sort of, like, in War I World thought that Games. was the twist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the movie... Which Old, is so fucking stupid. Out. Like, our planet's, like, 80% water. Why would the goddamn aliens who can't touch water come The here?
1: War of the Worlds aliens got <laughs> killed by the literal common cold. So, like...
3: Which but that's so scary. tiny, so little Jason, you can't see it. They can't see that from space. That's good writing. From space yeah. you can see the oceans from it's space.
1: It's the 1940s. Nobody <laughs> there there's like six ideas. They wanted like, our gold. There's aliens, yeah, it
3: was the, aliens. the 1940s. They like humans couldn't even see the common cold. Like we didn't even know what the common cold was in the 40s. It was just this. this we thought thing. we know a what a viruses were in the 40s. The,
1: what's it, touch of consumption?
2: <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. too busy trying to Some figure out polio.
1: I got a death of mug from being too cold. I love the, uh, mm-hmm. there's a couple of good silhouette moments in this movie where mm-hmm. there's one great silhouette where things are happening in the foreground and Jason, there Michael Myers is in the background, but I really love when he walks across the parking lot and he's lit up red at first. And That's then, how you know, Freddie's watching. The, the, <laughs> so Freddie was also there. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I don't have a lot of, if notes you listen today, really
2: carefully at that part, you can hear from the bushes, bitch. The bitch. Just off in the distance. Yeah. No
1: That's bitch. a no-no word. No bitch yeah. in uh, in uh, Freddy Part Two.
2: No, he doesn't really hit that hard until like the third and fourth movie, where it somehow just becomes his catchphrase. I don't know. how And then Brick yeah. and Morty really, sixth one, <laughs> made it crazy. Yeah. Um, he gets home from work,
0: and he's like, bitch. Hi, bitch. Ah, bitch. <laughs> <"Aye>, bitch.
1: <laughs> I had a hard day at work, bitch. Uh, let's um, see here. I'm just going through the my, the end of my notes, and I think we've covered pretty much everything. So we can probably talk about the the ending of this movie.
4: Yeah, which is it's one of the coolest of things good. I've seen.
1: There hasn't been a good uh, there hasn't been a good flaming slasher since, uh, and we'll say exactly what we mean by that. Since uh, the first since Freddy
2: too. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I guess yeah, that does dope. happen. <laughs>
2: No, I was making oh, yeah, a he, gay gets, he
1: goes right on Oh, you were but, doing it! You were doing a gay thing. Because it's really homoerotic. It's the most homoerotic horror movie. Extremely. If you're watching our, TikTok- but
3: I think Freddie is also on fire because uh, at the pool party, like, doesn't he like come out of the barbecue or some shit and he's on fire? Uh,
2: he jumps he through, he through the. He goes, the There's one point yeah, where he, he goes awesome? through the fence, like he like. Oh yeah, the fence the is all fence on fire. And, yeah, yeah. And, 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 catches on fire when he goes through it and then i think when i saw that i was like oh he went back to hell <laughs> that's the hell door if you you're watching tell cause our, there's fire
1: if you're watching our tiktok Hellfist. stream that part actually just happened in the movie where uh so i'll just i'll just lay it out there um michael myers gets shot in both of his eyes right
3: i guess yeah, you can still assassin. see his eyes in the previous movie like an yeah. hour ago
1: but yeah he, he's got no eyes left now by super assassin lori uh he's flailing wildly, which is the best my I f- I wanna go back and just watch him flailing because it's fucking cool.
2: The noise that he, the swiping noise the is sound quite design good. Yeah. This
1: movie, man.
2: It reminded me of uh Big Trouble in Little China a little bit, like the sound design for the this the swooshing kick is Like, kicks kicks and punches sound like... To, Yeah.
1: When a punch sounded like reminds
3: me of always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mac just going <laughs> when he's doing his karate.
1: Um he's trying to go after Lori who's like huddled in a corner he's like getting pretty close to her loomis is stabbed but with his like dying breath he doesn't die spoilers with his dying breath he's undoing ether and i was like oh they're gonna knock him out somehow nope then he undoes oxygen uh,
2: the whole time i'm like he has that lighter he's gonna burn he's gonna burn stuff Check off the lighter lighter check off smoking lighter
1: as soon as he opened the oxygen, I knew I knew it was coming next. They bail. He fucking lights it up. It explodes. They think everything's good. Uh, nope. We get flaming Michael Myers walking down a hallway, looking like a flame master, flame monster, nightmare man, which is one of my to me might be the most iconic moment of any of the movies we've done. Even though they literally did that in the first Chucky, in the first mm-hmm. uh, Chucky movie. Um, that was like, a little different.
2: Forgetting Chucky too.
1: <laughs> well, those are more about Chuck. The end of it, Chucky being melted as fuck, and that being sort of the gross. He was
2: like a gross movie. goo blob. He <laughs> he you
1: fucking hard.
2: You just whore. Trying to kill them. Like,
1: but the, but Michael Michael Myers walking down a hallway no, no on fire is so cool. Yeah,
2: it is cool you know nothing really beats a man on fire in any movie especially (laughs) when it's practical it's true man a person lumbering on fire is always good (laughs) if it's used oh man
3: well going back to again nightmare on elm street the first one because he they she tricks him into going into the basement and sets him on fire in there and then like the stuntman walked way longer than they were expecting They yeah, were just like, true. go as long as you can stand up, and then we'll fire extinguish you. Like whenever you fall down,
2: did he he also tried to, like climbing the stairs. The stairs. Yeah. He was not <laughs> supposed to fell. climb the
3: stairs, but he was like, I'm fucking doing it. And then yeah, yeah he tripped, and then he kept going. So, like that's that's my favorite man on fire is is the first Nightmare on Elm Street. It's fucking I big. think it's Denzel, good. but this is also not the last time that Michael Myers is on fire. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Kalen made a good joke a lot,
0: by yeah, the way. What'd you say, Kalen? Uh, Denzel Washington might be my favorite man on fire.
1: <laughs> i know i know saying your joke again isn't always the best but i'm glad that i'm glad that we went back and and heard you out because that was good but i
3: hey, know we're, we're talking about scary movies and shit i just heard a noise behind me i don't know what the fuck it is because my family's me... up in stairs in bed my animals are all upstairs so i'm I went go to go see what's making noise i went the to Craig's ding, house ding, ding, on ding, ding. to visit
1: in newmarket and this motherfucker lives in a house that look looks like is on elm street um, it's very nice. It's a very nice home, but it looks Eagle so, Street. It looks like it's haunted as fuck.
2: A nightmare on Eagle Street. A
1: nightmare on Eagle Street.
2: <laughs> Let's just dog There's no one Craig in my bathroom completely. except maybe a your, ghost.
1: You have your last name in your Zoom call. We told you that, yep. we told every way, the yes. Told town you live in and the street you live on.
3: Yeah. There's I mean, only you like, should be like concerned about that noise. On yeah. The <laughs> That's, that's it should be I don't know like it's it's a fairly I mean it's a new house to us so I'm not familiar with all the noises it's probably normal it's probably just
2: like our Oh maybe adjusting know, to the temperature or something. If you know it's anything about family. Michael Myers? it's that he uh, he'll kill yeah. everybody on your street to get to a hospital. Yeah.
3: It's true. Ding ding ding. Or anything about Freddy is that he will also kill everyone on my street. Yeah, and you have a boiler room in your seat. basement. <laughs> No, but I have a sump pump, which is, is weird. Do you guys know what a know. sump pump is? It's like this yeah. well. I have a well in the corner of my basement where just like the water drains out and gets pumped yeah. out from like when it rains outside.
2: Water like comes out the off. walls of our house and then gets fucking pumped out. We had, one at, uh, we had one at the escape games. We had to turn it off during games and we had to make sure to turn it back on at the end because... <laughs> Yeah, you do. And, uh, flood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh,
3: yeah, You don't want that to happen. Ooh, we don't want to flood yeah. at the escape room.
2: <laughs> it <laughs> happened once and they That's thought it was part of the game. Escape room. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sludge monster. All right. Also, friend. no movie title. Shout out.
1: No movie. Well, I don't think. Did they mention that it's Halloween? I don't think we're going going out for Halloween tonight. Uh, We're going out for Halloween too. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be genius. And if I ever make a movie, if I ever have a movie series, uh, and there's a sequel that has like some name like that,
2: there is a movie called Death Stalker, and in the sequel Death Stalker Two, there is a part where the villain of the movie watches Death Stalker escape, and she goes to the screen right up to two of their face close, and she says, "I will have my revenge." And Death Stalker Two, <laughs> like Death Stalker <laughs> Two, comes up on screen.
3: I think the, both of those
2: movies are on my to-watch list, but I haven't yeah. seen them. I've only seen the first two Death Stalkers, but uh, the first one is like a straight-up bad, like Conan rip-off, but it's real, yeah. rapey and I, like a I've lot got of it downloaded. And, yeah. it's on my and then the like second service. one is oh, like, which of course parody. I purchased
3: legitimately off of iTunes. <laughs>
2: And then the second one is super duper campy and PG 13 ish. I don't know what
1: the third you one. Ever spent. <laughs> Actually, Did you guys
2: know that this movie was supposed to be in 3D and then they realized that it was too dim so they couldn't do it? I nope. didn't know that.
3: But I can't wait till you guys get to Friday the Thirteenth Part Three because oh they lean into the 3D and I
2: like. (laughs) Yeah,
3: you want to talk about the the opening credits in Friday the Thirteenth movies? Wait till you get to the Friday the Thirteenth. My red and blue glasses came
0: in yesterday or uh, the day before. Kaylin just ordered some to watch it. The way it's meant to be watched. I mean, mean, it's uh, it's the only reason. Freddy Part Six is
3: also 3D. Freddy
1: Part Six is that the new the. What's it called? Not New Nightmare, that not was Not the seven. Dream Warriors, because uh, that's the third
3: dead. one. Freddy's, Freddy's dead. Yeah. Freddy's no. dead. Uh, Roseanne and Tom Arnold
1: are in it is in a <laughs> hilarious cameo. Is that uh, one the movie's been around for so long that it's like a Gremlins 2 situation where it's just a bunch of nonsense thrown together?
2: A for little screen, bit? Yeah. Scream 4 where Jay and Silent Bob show up in it. <laughs> for like two <laughs> seconds. Or not the fourth one, the third one.
1: Snoiky joint cheese or whatever. Yeah, Snoochy blue cheese.
2: Yeah, let's go smoke a pot. I smoke
1: <laughs> weed. Um, cool. So I think we've covered everything from the movie now. Uh, what do you say we go into our well, final? Do we want to
2: do favorite kill like we usually do for
1: these? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm, guest goes first. Craig, what was your favorite uh, kill from the? Film? The
3: one. I don't know if I have a favorite. The one that sticks out to me is the the therapy pool when she's like oh my god it's so hot just go check the temperature and then she gets you know her face boiled off um because they went they went real excessive with it like I think they showed him dunking her like five or six times yeah, yeah.
1: five times yeah sure. and she's already uh, and dead she and
3: yeah. <laughs> she's already dead like she's stopping like she's screaming and screaming and then like she stops moving and he just keeps going he's just like I'm gonna make a soup out of you lady that's what he says they, they make you know. uh, but lady seems like, I'm making you a soup get, a, get a, a nurse. Get a nurse in a in a hot tub. You got a stew going. You got a stew going. <laughs>
1: the character that traditionally says nothing says, I'm going to make a soup out of you, lady.
2: No, he says no, he says baby. It's Mike Myers.
1: <laughs> Groovy <Gruzly> baby. Soup. <laughs>
2: This is uh, me in
3: a nutshell, baby. <laughs> How
1: did I get into this nutshell? Okay. Kalen, where do <laughs> you go next? What you tell us? Um, favorite
0: that case? was the one that kinda was memorable for me as well. The the jacuzzi um, uh thermo what was what, what's it called again therapeutic therapy pool, yeah, therapy pool therapy, the funny yeah. thing
1: about those therapy pools is every other time you see them they're not being used as a jacuzzi but instead in an insane asylum for somebody to be medically treated from their insanity in an ice bath situation that's how they I've also been.
2: have them in prisons and they in baptize prison. prisoners in them
1: yeah <laughs> so I when they I, turn to god for their true. crimes i've seen those in horrible this use of it was off more off-putting than any of the kills in the movie. Because I was like, they're just going to fucking rock out in this jacuzzi. In this therapy pool, they've turned into a jacuzzi. I was like, "Gross." Let me tell head. you
3: something about the '80s, Jason, yeah. and jacuzzis. Uh, that's all that happened in jacuzzis yeah. in the '80s, as far as I'm aware.
1: <laughs> People were getting STIs left and right. People were getting no, not even STIs. Yeah,
3: that's well, where AIDS it, came from.
1: AIDS came from Didn't a jacuzzi pool. It. <laughs> it, uh, No, no, not not STIs. That's not what I meant to say. Um, just urinary tract infections. Just all yeah. everybody's oh, yeah. urinary tract was just filled with infection. From jacuzzis, Steve liked yeah, that.
2: They used to call it the the UI eighties. That's what they called it. <laughs> <laughs> the jacuzzi era.
1: The jacuzzi era of the UI.
0: What do you uh, think? The U and the I. The jac- UI. Yeah,
1: exactly. You can't spill jacuzzi without one.
0: UI, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Caleb, I took your joke and I said more. No, you made it better.
2: I yeah, I think, you, I think you. I think that was a writers' room moment where you improved upon the, the concept. Um, I guess my favorite one yeah, is dude, let's go. Um, not not a, a death, but uh I I really liked when Jimmy the last Starfighter slips and hits his head <laughs> in the blood, and then later is like super so was awesome. can con- Concussed, <laughs> and is trying to talk to her, but his eyes. He does a very good job of being like I'm fucked up yeah. right now. And you know he's gonna honk the horn. You know it's yeah. gonna happen, well, but it takes a little bit longer than you think, and then it happens. And then she pulls him off, and he his head goes so far back that my response that was, was oh, "Yeah, oh, he broke fantastic. his neck. Yeah. His neck is broken." <laughs> like the neck actor, neck the yeah. actor
3: broke. It. Yeah. He he yeah. leaned yeah. into it too much, and uh, now he's actually dead. That's how 2* became a snuff dead. film. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna look at that guy's credits and make sure this wasn't the last movie he made.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was in the last *Starfighter*. I keep calling him that because he's in it. He's and what's, oh, guy, what's funny about there. that
1: to me too is like they didn't know a lot about concussions in the '70s, so or the '80s for that matter. So she just let him go to sleep. She didn't try to wake him up. She did <laughs> like. She just let. I him... mean, she had bigger. I mean, fish if I were in prime,
2: her position, yeah. that would probably be the least of my concerns. She, she was can... trying to not fall asleep herself. Remember? He's yeah, yep. that's
1: true. He he's got massive. He's got CTE now, and he probably probably. I don't even want to say the unspeakable things that people with CTE do. The Am least... I
2: just forgetting that he survived or did he die? Like I don't know. I, I cannot remember I if he survived again later.
0: He's just concussed. He's taking a nap. Didn't one of you say didn't stay... I mean to
2: my recollection
3: he was left in the car and we
0: never saw him again, right?
2: Yeah, that's what I think too. I, I just wasn't sure if like at the end when the, the ambulance is driving off, you see Jimmy like rubbing his head like oh, hey! what <laughs> <or something. Yeah. laughs> I need treatment for my
1: <laughs> fractured skull. Get me some aspirin. Good thing he's Get that aspirin. Yeah, good <laughs> thing he's that
2: I got a killer headache. <laughs> Headwind <laughs> hairy. Mr. Sandman, bring me a drink. So
1: this movie is bookended by that song, and I love that song. And it reminded me of how uh, Freddy 2 is bookended by uh, by an old-timey, kind of 50s song. It must have been the style at the time to do that mr sam yeah worked I, uh, especially well i feel like does. there's
3: i feel
2: like there's a bunch of movies like that like, i think mr sam would have better
1: for freddy. for freddy absolutely for sure i don't really
2: understand <laughs> what the symbolism or like meaning of mr sandman being in this movie was there to represent other than i think it's just
3: the closest thing they had to like a 1950s song about a boogeyman
1: yeah just it was
0: kind of creepy true in yeah deposition. maybe like it was the, the contrast or whatever because yeah. it's kind of light and fluffy or whatever <laughs> For you sure, know, yeah. I, I'm not
2: saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying I, I, I didn't really fully get the, uh, the connection or like why they would choose it. it would it's, make yeah, it It's kind way of a way piss work. off
3: they wasted it on Halloween when it would have worked for Nightmare for, for Freddy. Yeah.
2: yeah, Freddy could not do it after that. Yeah. Um, but I think the connecting it to the Boogeyman. I had forgotten that they were referring to him as the Boogeyman earlier. Makes sense, I guess, because he comes for you at night when you're sleeping.
1: Comes in you at night. So, um, what we're going to do now is ask.
2: You didn't say your favorite me... kill.
1: Me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was After trying to blunt the horrible thing I just said. Um, my favorite kill was the blood pool, the bloodletting off screen. I did make a note in my notes that, um, and I think I mentioned this earlier in the show, that I really like the off screen or implied kills in this movie specifically because like I said, the special effects aren't really there in 1981 to look really good.
3: But that pool of blood was awesome.
1: The pool of blood it was. looked I like, like how red it was. this color it... of red that like doesn't exist that, but you know, it's blood kind of thing. I really <laughs> liked the, uh, I really liked the therapy pool kill, but only because I really wanted to see those kids get boiled in that swimming pool in Freddy <laughs> two. So, I, but so I got my like payoff in another movie but I just like the fact that this guy just discovers a nurse who's been bloodlet. Her whole blood's on the ground, and then we get one of the dumbest things that we got a lot of oh, mileage of to talk. And he slips and fucking bangs his head, and it's played. that was so good. And it's not played seriously. It's it's like when he hits his head, like almost. Yeah. And he's just like he's laying there, like, like laying perfectly straight, straight on the ground. And yeah. it, it holds that shot for like a second to be like, look how dumb this is.
2: Just a little little yeah. longer than it needs to be. My it's thought process been. was like, I've worked in a kitchen. I have, I own like non-slip shoes. Did those exist <laughs> in the 80s? And would paramedics not have them? <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. if they're working around and bleeding And would a paramedic also not be,
3: you know, cognizant of... Uh, all the blood on the ground, an ocean <laughs> of blood on the ground. Yeah, yeah, and maybe uh, be careful.
2: Uh, I did like that they were cutting back and forth to, to that blood dripping every once in a while, leading up to that. Because I, I kept being like, "What? Yeah. whose blood is this? What is? is, is so, who's bleeding? <laughs> What's going on here? Is that supposed to be paint or blood? Is someone painting somewhere?" <laughs> um, and then the reveal is is quite satisfying. I just, but I like, uh, if, if I love that Burton blood, you know, that really, really red Burton blood.
1: If the special effects aren't there you know like i love an off-screen kill if it's like elaborate like that like the doctor
2: staring at his fish tank yeah i liked that too and i like that they recaptured that same shot from the first movie where she's backing up and he slowly appears in the darkness behind um it was nice nice to see that again i guess
1: (laughs) yeah i guess yeah Yeah. we forgot to mention that good the the cool moment where the doctor is in his chair and he turns she turns him around he's got a syringe in the eye which is gross nothing with the eyes please and then and syringes Michael (laughs) yeah and then Michael Myers kills her the nurse who witnesses this moment by just putting a syringe into her head very slowly I think that's I think that's an underrated kill also it's very cerebral not not to be (sighs) Not to be funny, but it's it, it, it's more scary as a concept than it is actually watching it, I think, because who knows what was in that syringe? Who knows what yeah. the death actually was if she he input if he that's put true. something into her, if it was just air? So it's fucking that's even more nightmarish.
2: I assumed it was bubble brain. Yeah, I just put a bubble in the brain. Yeah, so Yeah, probably.
1: Compared to the oh. uh, compared Sorry, to Sorry, my door's
2: like, knocked. Hold on.
1: It, it's like after this Friday the 13th kills have to step it up a notch. Even though the first Friday the 13th movie doesn't even come out for a couple years.
3: No, the first one was 1980.
1: Okay, so first this this is in sort of. Okay, so this comes with the next year. Yeah, so now they're, they're
3: ping ponging back and forth, one upping each other. Yeah, so. Which, which,
1: <laughs> but when does Season of the Witch come out? Before 83? 1986? Three. So um, see, they just, they just fumbled the bag completely with Season of the Witch. And then Friday the 13th Part 2 comes along in 1986 and is like, look at all these kills. Let's th- 82.
3: Halloween 3 was the next year after this. Well,
1: when was Halloween 3 then?
3: That's what I said. Halloween 3 was 82.
1: Or Halloween 4, sorry.
3: Fuck, oh, man. You make me look up a lot of things. That one I think was a um, I think there was a bit... Uh, Halloween 4 was... 19? That can't be right. 1999? What? That's not right. Halloween four?
1: Is
0: that H2O? No, no that one's or seven. That's no,
3: got to be eight? wrong. I think that one's eight or not. I think it's seven or eight, maybe. Oh,
0: 1988.
3: I don't know. IMDb okay, you must have had some glitch. 1988 was Halloween four.
1: Okay, so then you get then you get Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and that's when the tides probably turn and people are more about the more gruesome kill fest
3: yeah you got freddy you got jason you got michael myers all ruling the 80s just like one-upping each other like seeing who can who can be the, the gruesomest like i remember nightmare on elm street 4 was had some crazy fucking kills there was the woman who turned into a cockroach and he trapped her in a giant roach motel until she like <laughs> tore her own limbs yeah. off
2: where he turns yeah, people into he turns, turns someone into a pizza or like the toppings yeah. on a pizza are like really? yeah, the
3: toppings on the piece are like the the meatballs are like all the souls of her friends. Oh, it's yeah, crazy.
2: And he's like, Yeah, pineapple <laughs> or something <laughs> weird. This <laughs> <It> doesn't <laughs> belong here. <Yeah. laughs> okay,
1: okay, guys, we're gonna we're gonna head into our final thoughts here. Um, it's tradition on this show um that the guest gets to go first but before we do that we're gonna do a little you say it's tradition the like <laughs> uh, tradition. we like to dive <laughs> yeah. into our, the it's listen i'm our the first guest,
3: guest. i and said the fucking tradition
1: so for guests. I, was make, I was making a hot ones joke and i fucking messed up the joke so <laughs> the first yeah, tradition is the swear it's, of it's tradition lot. on this show that we have uh our guest go first for his or her or their final thoughts
3: is there uh was i supposed to have final thoughts prepared for this because i think i've talked about everything i need to talk about i hope you guys do have me back for i hope i hope that you guys uh like me being
2: here i hope you, you guys I did. back okay, in general let, let, personally
1: here here, here to so what what i feel
2: like you understood some of my references that would have went over the heads of the other two (laughs) yeah for sure like i feel
3: like me and steven are like we we got the the horror movie yeah that's that's why i thought this
1: would would be an excellent fit for you for this for this specifically this this horror movies are
3: my thing i hope i can come back um you know, not necessarily for more Halloween movies, but for for horror movies in general. If you guys want to have me back, uh, ho- or horror movies are my jam.
1: What we usually do, um, particularly here, though, is Halloween
3: we, and Nightmare on Up Street.
1: Our final thought usually includes a rating. Um, these guys, okay. these guys don't do a traditional rating like I do. I do it out of five. These guys will usually say some nonsense that is usually funny. <laughs> uh, so, just just in summation, what's your final thought on the movie Halloween Two?
3: all right well i didn't have any funny rating uh lined up so i'm gonna rate this one (laughs) in my personal opinion i'm gonna call it like a a six to a seven out of ten um i recognize that the the larger collective of people who've seen this movie should probably rate it lower uh just because horror movies generally get rated lower than dramas and whatever else um Great things about this movie, like I loved again, as I mentioned off the top, that they did away with having an act one. They were just like, just, just pick up. Like, let's make a 90 minute movie, but we don't have to have the half hour of introducing characters and, and re-explaining what the plot is. Just fucking go. Jason or Freddie, what's his name? Michael. Michael. Got up off the ground and uh, his name's Mike, Mines, baby. just yeah. gotta keep going. Fucking, I shot him six uh, times. Great. I thought the plot, this the story, John Carpenter's story was Great, despite or maybe because of him being absolutely hammered while writing it, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's probably probably about it. That's my final thoughts.
1: See, that's yeah, that's what I meant by uh, my final thoughts. So you'll be you'll be prepared for next time when we have you back hmm. as the new fourth member of the show. Uh... Sorry, sorry to get your hopes up. We have six viewers on uh, on Twitch, and I'm sorry, but we can't yeah. share any of that with you. My man. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about either. So we're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, why don't you give us your final thoughts?
0: So, unfortunately, I felt this was a bit of a sleeper. Um, Craig, you made a great point. I I completely agree with you. Uh, It was great that it just starts right off where the last one is. You don't have to worry about character building, exposition, so to speak. Um, but for some reason it just it didn't it didn't grab me as a whole. The it was it, it was worth the watch well enough. I part of me almost kind of like the first Halloween I think is great and stands alone on its own fine. Adding this almost to make the first Halloween in this just one big movie would elevate this, but then, uh, deescalate or whatever the first one. So like that wouldn't work either. Unfortunately, um, Steve, you made a, uh, you, 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 mentioned before, and I think that it would have been helpful to do it and maybe we'll look at it for next time. But <clears throat> instead of ending, like I, I totally understand ending on Halloween because we're, we're at Halloween, but to watch them in order of release. So like, you know, this Friday, uh, Chucky and Freddy, or Freddy then Chucky, I forget the order specifically, but I think it's Freddy then Chucky. Um, I think for for watching, for us like watching it and reviewing it would kind of work better that way with how, with the, like how the production value is increased with those, those uh, later on movies um, for those new characters, and uh, you know, like you mentioned, trying to one-up each other, gets to, it gets to the point where that what it kind of evolves into is they're just trying to one-up the previous films, slash the previous, or uh, other films that are trying to uh, copy what the original Halloween kind of uh, created or jump-started, um, pioneered, if you will. Uh, what I will give it, though, is um I've been, I give it a being trick or treated to death.
1: Oh my
3: God.
0: It's like the
2: neighbor. You don't know what death <laughs> is, says Loomis.
1: All right. Yeah. Thank you, Kalen. Uh, Steven, why don't you hit us with your final thoughts, my man?
2: Okay. um, I think this movie is very watchable, but. I also recognize the fact that if you've not seen the first Halloween movie, you'll be pretty confused <laughs> as to what the hell's going <laughs> yep. on. That is the, um, the downfall of not having a, a first act, that you have yeah, to watch I can't an entire imagine. movie to yeah. Get it's It's very rewarding to somebody who's watched the first movie, but I, I cannot imagine going into a movie theater and watching this with like a date, having not seen the first one, and enjoying this at all yeah i killing everyone was he in the first that one guy, the guy from earlier is this security guard a main character <laughs> i feel like everyone is so far Am i supposed
1: to know who she is
2: yeah is jimmy like the main character <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the guy no. so he's gotta be the main character actually the girl but, is
2: the main character yeah i think that like you guys have said before that the jumping off right at the end of the other movie is is super cool. Uh, And you know I I didn't watch any of the other Halloween movies in between the last year and this year. And just that little tiny sliver that they reshot at the beginning of this movie just jumpstarted my whole brain of being like, oh yeah, I remember the entire end of the movie now just from seeing that little snippet of Loomis and uh, Laurie in the house together. And uh, it got me excited to, to see where it was gonna go. And it's been so long since I've seen this movie uh, for the first time that, uh, I had almost forgotten all of it. I'm like, I know there's a hospital. I know there's (laughs) some death. My recollection
3: is that there was a hospital and that it was the same night.
2: Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily bad, but I, I don't think that it's great. And it's not something that I I would recommend to people if they're not already a, a fan of the franchise. Um, Unless, of course, you watch the first one and like the first one, then I would say, yeah, go, give it a shot. You're not going to be as thrilled as you were the first one first round through, but uh, you might get something out of it. Um, I I'd like, say this
3: movie of all of them is the closest you're going to get to re-experiencing the first one.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. if you like the first one, this is Even the one to go to next. The remakes are just sort of like a super grimy version of these movies where you're like, let's explain why he's crazy. It's because yeah, he was a for redneck. Forty-five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he's a redneck, and uh, it's because his it's, mom was poor. Because yeah,
3: played video it's, games. Because it's they were poor.
1: Poor. People, he lived yeah. in the yeah. valley. Okay, was that just your life, Rob Zombie? Yeah, Rob Zombie's like, <laughs> I am Michael Myers. <laughs> um,
2: I actually didn't mind some of the newer ones that when they came out. Uh, the one where she basically becomes uh, elderly Kevin McAllister, booby trapping the hell out of her house. I thought was a fun <laughs> idea. But uh, I have anyway, a lot to say about little- those,
3: and I really bit my tongue.
2: Uh, it's, I, I completely understand why you wouldn't like them either. I just like the idea of her having a bunch of mannequins in her house and she's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess you might, might go yeah. crazy. Um, maybe we'll talk about them on the show one day. But uh, yeah, I think overall, like, it's worth watching and if you love the series, then you probably have some sort of soft spot in your heart for this movie. But I think uh, the rating that I'm going to give it is Dr. Loomis pulling out his gun and about to <laughs> shoot michael myers and realizing he's all out of bullets (laughs) wait is there how
3: many bullets how many bullets out of dr
2: loomis's gun do you rate this movie i'll say (laughs) that i'll say that he's got two bullets left but the chambers are empty when he shoots the first three like damn it and then okay and laurie hits the eyes so there's a couple hits in there but a lot of misses
1: that's pretty good um i'll say i liked this one a lot better than the original uh it kind of is a spot of infamy about how much I detested the first one. I just was so bored, and <clears throat> I talked about it at the top of the show. Makes sense. It's it's objectively a fine, like a good horror movie, but I just not for me. This one played to those. What I like <clears throat> out of a out of a, a a movie like this a lot more. I really like creative kills, and I think that's what's gonna drive me to just watch the rest of the grimoire familiar killers as we call it uh even on my own time not just for the show um it's all those boring moments where people are just kind of walking around and getting spooked in the dark which stop i saw so much of that this month and it's just a symptom of the era and the kind of filmmaking people did for horror at the time and i'm sure it still happens but i just need a little bit more like have superfluous plot instead of just somebody
2: Ooh, what's that? i feel like you need to watch you need to watch the exorcist 3 okay there is a, there is a very intense <laughs> that's the first time in. that sentence has ever been spoken <laughs> no like man the worst one,
1: isn't it? that's what people always no say.
2: it's not it's actually so, a very good movie stop. if you if yes it is <laughs> <laughs> i think you might be thinking of the exorcist 2 the worst movie ever made but the third movie is hot ticks hot pretty tics. good yeah anyway okay. sorry okay. I'm, I'm, tra- I'm trampling on your review go ahead
1: uh I, I like that the kills are much more elaborate and there's more, like, payoff, setup and payoff, though. Um, the sound design in this movie is what really captivated me throughout. It has the same thing as the other movies where you, you know when the killer's around based on their iconic theme playing. But the other music that's playing and the like sound effects and stuff all really made me feel like I was more there. Um, And I think that's because once you hit the 80s, sound and music sort of ramps up technology-wise. It creates a great atmosphere as well. Uh, None of these movies had a burning killer, like a a slasher man who's on fire, literally, uh, this time around. You guys did remind me that Freddy does have that whole scene with the fire. Uh, But I really like... I like the idea of like a Jason fully engulfed in flames with a machete just still killing. Like for some reason that's always that like even when I couldn't watch these movies, even when the most horror thing I could I ever saw was like Mortal Kombat video games, um it's still <laughs> captured. Do you have the code for the
2: blood? Well, I mean, Freddy vs. On... Jason—that's your your dream come true. He's just going through a cornfield on fire, just hacking through teenagers who are drunk. I love it. I love
1: that. Um, <laughs> There's I had, so many of them. I had it on uh, Super Nintendo, so yes, I did have the the Blood Code because he needed it for Super Nintendo. Um, so that yeah, so the the Burning Killer gets an extra some extra pointage. Uh, it also, oh, excuse me. It also gets like extra points for me for being set in the hospital, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, because it's like you don't see the hospital used very much, and it's so like visceral. Like you're right. Like you, it doesn't feel good to be in a hospital. So watching a killer do kills in a hospital is especially like menacing. He's got that hooked. He's got that hooked scalpel, which for every time that he was just like men, like menacingly brandishing it, I was just like, yes. Um. Hospitals makes me queasy, uh, especially compared to the woods or a house or a bright factory. Like the factory is a different thing at the end of Chucky 2 but like it's still not that scary. It's like it doesn't feel menacing to know. It's stylistic. It's, stylistic. it's like, Also character. Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of factor at right? like a burnt out refinery or whatever it's supposed to be.
1: Overall, um, listen, I rated this movie right after I watched it knee-jerk reaction i give it a 3.7 out of 5.
3: it's not that bad that, that I, matches with my like six or seven out of ten
1: i think that's i think that's uh i think that's appropriate i think it's i don't think it's too high or too low um it seems high when you No, where we differ it, is i would give
3: the first one a 10 out of 10.
1: see i gave <laughs> it a, like a 2.5 or some nonsense
3: yeah, yeah, so when when it comes time to watch the third one, you're gonna make that a perfect ten out
1: of ten, and I'm gonna say <laughs> that. that's what yeah,
3: matters. The third one is one wild, man. The third one is wild. It is man. something. Yeah,
1: but check. I was overly harsh on the first one. This made up for it by doing a lot of things right. And if you put one and two as a full movie, as we mentioned earlier, it's very good. The whole thing, as a whole, is a very cool story that ends with him. I'd be kind of curious to do
3: that. Just like edit the, the end credits of the first one and the beginning credits of like this one
2: out and just turn it into like and a hour movie. Some and also cut some of the, stuff. cut
1: some of the fat. There's probably stuff yeah. you can cut yeah. out of both movies that kind of,
2: I guarantee you someone's done it online for Definitely. sure. So um, yeah,
1: I, I, I think that, but in summation, the burning, the him on fire, walking down a hallway, still just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I say words because my name is Michael Myers and I'm known for talking. Um, which <laughs> is a line from the movie. I, I don't know
2: what movie you guys were watching. Yeah, it's right <laughs> after he said, I'm going to make a stew out of you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Groovy. Um So before we close the grimoire for the year, uh, do, do we want to update our ranking for the killers and which killer is at the top for each of us? Just before we close it down.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Um, unfortunately, it is tradition on this show to have the guest... Say their answer first, but you've only seen one. I assume you're gonna. I've pick... seen all these movies, I yeah. assume I've seen them gonna... all. I I'm a, based a on huge our, horror based fan based on our universe. I assume you're gonna pick Michael Myers because it's the only one that you've seen. Who we got?
3: We got Michael Myers, we got Chucky, we got Jason and Freddie. Those are the four, those, those are the four, yeah. four we have the four. in the grimoire so far. Yeah,
1: yeah, those are the two. And we're
3: only basing it on the first two movies of yes. each series, or oh,
2: okay, I think in your case, you can probably. You should try to do that, but if you if you have to, since you were here for the other ones, I mean, Child's
3: Play two, I haven't seen in so long. Like, I don't even remember what happens there, so it's hard. It's for completely me to different rank than Chucky. these other
1: three. It's completely different than the other three movies we did. It's a different thing.
3: Uh, I mean, I gotta put. I think I would put Freddie at the point of sorry Jason, at the point of his second movie. I mean, he's got to be at the bottom because he doesn't really kill anyone in the first one unless you count that boat scene at the end uh which i think was a dream i'm not really sure they (laughs) never really clarified that um and then he's wearing a fucking pillow case in the second one so i don't worry they
2: don't clear it up in the third one either (laughs) (laughs) they clear nothing up in that series ever
3: uh no never it just gets more and more uh confusing um Yeah, Jason's at the bottom. I think I'm gonna put Chucky third because I just I don't remember uh, the second Child's Play movie at all. And then it's really it's between Freddie and Michael. That's a tough one. Uh, I think I gotta go with with Freddie as the number one of all four. He's uh, got real like he's got emotional investment in Jesse uh, in Nightmare on Elm Street too. Like he he wants to become one with that character. Michael Myers, as far as we know, like sure they introduced the sister thing, and that kind of just seems like shoehorned in, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. He's just like he's an unstoppable evil, and that's cool and everything. But but Freddy's got a deeper character going on by the second movie.
1: It's very it, it's very soap opera to do that as a twist. To do what? To to have to make it, them siblings, to be, yeah. be like siblings? Oh, the sister thing.
3: You're yeah, like it's. Sister. It's not a genius move or anything.
1: Yeah. No, I don't even think it was uh, a genius first. I don't think it was a genius move for the time because soap operas had already been around for fucking fifty. I mean, Empire Strikes or...
3: Back again already did it the year earlier. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's kind of a different circumstance, I would say, because that that would... came so out of left field. I feel like for that particular thing, and it was so it's well done compared to. Yeah, it um, clearly wasn't
3: like, planned because obviously Luke made out with his
2: sister than the previous movie. Yeah and that movie did. that movie they did kiss they? as well yes Stop kissing she kisses face, him to make han jealous at the beginning
3: after he gets smashed by the yep. wampa he's getting his hand he's getting his hand fixed or whatever no he's getting his whole body fixed <laughs> whole body fixed oh he's in the yeah
1: uh <laughs>
3: Welcome anyway. to the Star, uh, Star Wars uh, <laughs> segment of the podcast where we're going yeah.
0: to talk about all nope. the Star Wars movies on for track. the next seven we'll Rank your Star track. Wars. On track. Yeah. Oh, are we okay. going to Muppetize this movie? No. Nope. 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 <laughs> <Sailor on track. laughs> uh, so for, for this month, of, for these four movies, um, I, I'm going to have Chucky and Freddy tied for first and I'm gonna have Mikey and JC tied for last
1: okay that's pretty clear and concise and then I'm gonna
2: make them fight each other and then they're gonna be a <laughs> teamers is that brawl, team
1: but they're also Muppets so who are they <laughs> um, ding 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 ding! one of them ding, is an actual ding, ding, doll ding, ding, ding. so it gets extra meta Yeah. alright Steve
2: <laughs> um, Jason at the bottom Uh, then Michael Myers then Freddy and Chucky's at the top for me He is—he has the most personality. I agree with the fact that Freddie is super invested in Jesse, and he's an interesting factor to the second Friday the or uh, at Nightmare on Elm Street. But he does not have as much personality as he does in the first one. And the fact that I know that he gains so much more personality as the movies go kind of lowered me a little bit. And Chucky, straight out of the gate, is just. Cursing and being verbose and over the top and yelling and it's so he gets he goes he's like Andy let me out of here let me the fuck out <laughs> like, <"It> <laughs> I am gonna we watch like, Child's
3: Play two like right after this. Child's Play two you
2: are gonna like it you're gonna yeah. love yeah, it yeah, so, like it's so, yeah. probably been
3: twenty years since I've seen it so I'm, I'm excited so Chucky is up the top for me I
1: uh, I agree with all you guys I would put probably I would put I would go Jason Michael Myers michael myers has mo- has like overall moved up in my rankings because i liked him in this movie compared to his first one um but i still have chucky next because i love chucky but i have i so steve you've sort of had a decade to ruminate on the fact that um nightmare on elm street 2 is like queer cinema and it's, it represents a whole lot more. I learned. It means it means
2: more to me, I think, than it does to like a lot of people that watch it for sure.
1: That's true, but it, I it, I also just like learned that a week ago. So I've been thinking yeah. about that the most. I've been thinking about what that movie means to queer cinema for a week, where you've been thinking about it for a decade. You know what I mean? So it it I put him above Chucky because Chucky's just doing the same old thing. And what we kind of came to the realization of for all the movies except for Michael Myers is they just do... It's just like a remake of the first movie a lot, like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. It's storyline mm-hmm. different, but it just takes the first movie and just does the does it better for the second. This movie doesn't. This movie is such a continuation that it feels like Halloween 1 is the se- is the season finale and this is a season premiere in, into what happens next. So I, I would... Overall, I would put I would move him up like if if this movie sucked, I would almost put uh, Michael Myers at the bottom. Like if this was like a bad sequel in the same kind of vein, if it was just the same thing over again, I don't think I would would have gotten as much out of it. That being said, I think that the 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 grimoire familiar killers closes with us all having completely different outcomes, which is cool. And Mm -hmm.
2: uh, we should record it. I should make an actual grimoire. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah and if you read it your face melts
2: it'll look like the necronomicon from the evil oh, face on it I yeah. was just
1: we're, me and my buddy were playing that new tiny tina game and there's like a necronomicon scene and the guy just starts reading latin out of it and i'm like if you find a book that looks spooky don't start reading the latin in it just don't do that no, you're do gonna not read the latin in
3: it are
2: they the way give me the, power, give I me beg me beg the power i beg of you <laughs> So, so who would... are
3: we? Yeah,
1: well, I'm obviously Jason because my name is Jason. I think And Steve every time is...
2: you are in a room and no one knows you're there, you go
1: Steve is Chucky.
0: What? Kalen, Kalen <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> That's no-no word.
1: I think Kalen is uh, it might be Michael Myers. Nice and uh craig is uh the rest
2: (laughs) fredgy fredgy
1: fredgy Fredgy Kruger. yeah i can see that that kind of tracks and if we were ninja Turtles, no 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 for jason and for jason (laughs) i am jason and (laughs) all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for watching uh for um steven and Kalen and our guest this week craig i'm jason
2: for Jason, for Kalen, and for Craig, thank you for being here. I am Steven. Uh
0: for Steven and Jason, and our special guest Craig. I'm Kalen. Oh, special guest. <laughs> um, for
3: for all of you guys, uh, I'm Craig. I didn't know this was a, a part it's of a the thing. format. It's a thing.
1: Um, <laughs> and yeah,
3: thanks, thanks for having me. Really, this has meant uh, a lot. It's been enjoyable. I love talking about horror movies in general, but particularly Halloween. So uh, this was a very enjoyable two hours that I spent with you guys.
1: Before we go, Craig, oh, see you again. before we, cra- we go, Craig, uh, before I ask you a very important question to our viewers, uh, is there anything, I got to wanna... piss, man. Let's go. Sorry, is there anything you want to plug? No,
3: I got nothing to plug. I I gotta I have got a toddler running he's around. Plug, my, he's gonna plug.
1: plug his penis.
3: I got to piss. I got to plug that up. Uh,
1: uh, hey, so I
3: got I my wife's due date for our second kid is in like a week. Four minutes. So nice. Uh... <laughs> yeah i'm i I don't have any kind of publicity going on for anything i'm just like kind of battening down the hatches and preparing to be taking care of two children this might be the last time i
1: like to see you for two years also so thanks for being on i love you brother uh but there is one important question that i have to ask before we go every week and that's hey did you see this one
2: hey did you see this one
0: i made this all up hey did you see this one I
3: do this too. I oh, you, guys, you didn't prep me for any of this. did Did you see this one?
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> did you see
1: this one? <laughs> the so I played. The, that, that's what I'm going with. That's I fine. played the music for the end <laughs> of the, the episode, one. and now it's just thanks for watching, Falson. <laughs> Instagram Jesus the skill Christ. for some reason. So if there's anything that you want to say to me, um nobody. It's we're not recording at all. We're not on. We're not on social media. <laughs> it says or, recording, recording in the corner, corner screen over there at the
3: top. <laughs> but Child's Play Two has downloaded. Oh, <laughs> this uh, is fast. So well, I got, everyone's watching I, it. I got okay. Well, I hope
2: everyone's you like it because it. it was definitely my favorite. I'm sure I
3: will. Like I, the first one's great, and uh, I mean I watched the reboot they did like four or five years ago. I watched that one and enjoyed it. It was I worth remember buying. liking uh, Bride of Chucky. I like that Jennifer Tilly just like, she came in with Bride of Chucky and then just kind of like dug her closet and stuck with the rest of the, the series. Yeah, and the then became kind of a doll herself.